Hey everybody, welcome to High Spots and Kickouts. I'm Ranch. I'm sitting here with Clint. What's up? And Brent. How's everybody doing? Big uh big week in the world of wrestling. Uh WWE and AEW going to head to head for the first time. Uh, wildest shit I heard all week was uh Tony Khan talking about uh uh I mean SmackDown's going commercial went commercial free for the last half hour and, and Tony Khan responded by putting a show on YouTube and uh he was talking about the decision to go commercial free and uh he's like, Oh, I didn't know uh we could do it that way, like you know, that's how we make money or whatever. Like if you want to do it that way, like I can go commercial free too. I've got way more money than WWE. You know what you know what they usually do is picture in picture is what, uh, yeah, what they yeah. usually do. So you, they no only... matter what, if you think about it, T and or uh AEW is basically commercial free yeah it's that always, shit's pretty much always i don't think they, it's they only they only went commercial free for like 15 minutes it was just the cm punk match but you know i think mm. it's cool that i wish wwe would do this every once in a while the wwe will do a picture in picture on like a monday night raw i don't know that they do it on smackdown because i don't really see smackdown but uh i don't really see raw anymore but i know for a while they were doing it um but it, it's just uh like they could do that all the time if they wanted to, and instead they Tony Khan says he can outweigh them. Instead, they're gonna make no money doing that. Instead, they have someone come out and do like for the like the live audience. It's got to be terrible for a TV show because when they go to pr- like commercial, they stop everything. So if there's someone doing an entrance, that entrance goes on for the next six minutes or seven minutes till you come back from commercial and they bring. Well, the yeah, they out. usually fucking time it out though, so that it's seamless on TV. That's my complaint about AEW is. Every single fucking match, like they don't plan the matches around commercial breaks like WWE. I think that's because they know they're going in picture in picture. So every single fucking match, you have a fucking commercial break. Pretty much, but so does WWE anymore. Yeah, what WWE will do is let the ring entrances go on, and then as soon as they get in the ring, the match will start and they'll go to a commercial. They time it out to where it happens in between commercial breaks. Yeah, but I don't like that. I don't like to come back to the match three minutes later. Like I like to see the match from beginning to end. Like I don't like I get it. You got to have a break every once in a while. There's always a little break. There always has been in wrestling TV shows. But like when they both first get in the ring, and then that's that's where the action really starts to kick off. Where most of the big shit happens is boom right at the beginning. Especially if it's two rivals. And yeah. instead, you're gonna give me five minutes of fucking Arby's commercials and shit. Like now, I'm not interested. I'm gonna go to the I other can see room. That, and do but it's fucking distracting. Like with AEW, on the other hand, Arby's commercial on the they side. They might hit hey, you with Arby's a picture in picture, <laughs> but at least you still get to see the action, even though there's this going on. But when like WWE goes to commercial anymore, they'll have like a six or seven minute commercial fucking break anymore. So you know, I get to doing some other shit and almost forget the TV shows on. And oh yeah, by the way, fucking Randy Orton's wrestling somebody. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They usually time it to where fucking it's the entrances, commercial break, then they start the fucking match, and it goes on TV in between commercial breaks from start to finish, and it's not distracting while you're watching a fucking Arby's commercial on the side. Like, ah. And you're, like, trying to force to pay attention, but then don't have no sound. I don't know, man. To me, WWE's just so much of a... Like a, I, like a, like a I TV honestly show. don't it's like pay attention like to the a, picture in picture when it goes to commercial. I kind of just zone off until it comes back to full screen. <laughs> no, I usually pay attention to the picture in picture and don't. Really I hate when something it. huge happens during it. And you're like, well, fuck, man. I yeah. wish I could have seen that. Like yeah. how they had Orange Cassidy in the match that one time <laughs> during the picture in picture. I thought they ended. I thought someone got hurt or something. That's why they ended it. I don't think so. I think they wanted to have it end during the picture in picture to see if people were actually paying attention. Hmm. Who the fuck is that? It's uh, uh, Agula, homie. Agula? Yeah. And Jeff Jarrett, double J. J E double L. Never heard of Agula. J A double R E. Are already noticing something shiny over here? It's S A Rios with a mask on. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Well, it's been a few weeks since the last show, so we have a couple weeks of wrestling to talk about. 
Or do we want to keep talking about Dick's rant that he started? Well, <laughs> rant, not I just rant. thought it was cool. Like it, it was something that never even popped in my mind ever. Like WWE is the biggest fucking wrestling organization in the entire world. Like, oh my god, fucking Vince Neil fell off the stage and had to be transported to the hospital. He might die. Oh, I'm sorry. It's way out of basis, but breaking news. Motley Crew, man, come on. <laughs> it's, it's Vince Neil. I mean, they could call Doctor Feel Good. I guess if he went out, he went out on stage, right? right? <laughs> he's partying so hard he fell off stage, I guess, or something caused him to fall off stage, and he's going. He's they're taking him to the hospital. I have no comment. He's because not, not he might good. die. It's just fucking crazy. Out of the blue, it just hit me. <laughs> Vince Neil. Everybody needs to know. He's a I legend. Do, I do know on tri- Twitter last night when the AEW buy-in started and SmackDown was going on FS1, AEW was actually trending number one on Twitter, and SmackDown was trending number two. Fuck Twitter. Yeah. They, uh, I'm glad for AEW to be trending number one, but fuck Twitter. They uh, they didn't lose by that much. Uh, SmackDown on Fox Sports 1 got like 738,000 views, and Rampage got 538,000, even though TNT's on 10 million more I don't know TV that, channels than FS1 is. I don't know the ratings. I think you got that backwards. FS1's on 10 million more TVs. So no, I don't think so. I don't think ratings really matter anymore, to be honest with you. I mean, that's how people buy advertising. To, to me, it's who's on the tips of everybody's tongue anymore at the end of the week and most of the time it's not wwe they're trying hard i give them that uh but with their campiness and their crown jewels and their shit that just don't make sense or let's forget about what we did last week and make you think something new's happening this week but it's not we're gonna give you the same exact match with sheamus and cesaro or whoever 30, no, they're, 35 they're, times they're not on the same show yet you know, uh, it just I'm just for instance, like that. You know, you'll go out there and they'll have Humberto Carrillo and what's his name, who are tag team now, I guess. Angel Garza wrestle for like fucking six months straight in the same exact match every single night of the week. And now they're a tag team that barely wrestles, and when they do, they get squashed. No, they they've actually won all the ones I think they've been part of so far. It's Forbes magazine, uh, SmackDown beats Rampage by 31 percent per overnight data. Ouch. In the first ever Friday Night Wars, <laughs> 793,000, while AEW Rampage drew 549,000. But SmackDown's viewership was down 63%, and uh, FS1 is available in approximately 10 million fewer homes than TNT. Interesting. Okay. Well, then when you said that earlier, I wasn't paying attention. So, I, Rampage. I uh, must have just misunderstood what you said. Rampage ended its seven-week streak of record low viewership as its live broadcast from Miami was up 9%. Hmm. Hmm. Which, I mean, the Rampage card wasn't horrible either. So Nah, they should have put Daniel or Brian Danielson on the uh, on the main card instead of the YouTube show. God though. damn, you're living on the Hillbilly Highway. Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder yeah. if it's actually going to pick that up on the uh, no, microphone. I hope so. Something like someone farted into the microphone. <laughs> it got loud. Uh, Somebody got big truck and a little The dick. Danielson and Suzuki match <laughs> should have been on the buy, or yeah. on the actual show. I haven't watched it, but from everything I've heard and what people called in to the day to the radio, and a lot of people said that they probably should have put that match on there and they probably should have switched Matt Seidel and CM Punk to the YouTube show for the buy-in. Um, I, I, like I said, I haven't, wa- I haven't watched that match yet, but I, like I, I, I don't, I don't think he's got all the ring rust off yet. And I think that's why his matches are going so slow at the moment. I think they're trying to ease him back into the wrestling rather than him going there and get blowed out. Right I heard he, he said he fucking is hurt. 
like it hurts his body like it ain't the same as it was he ain't wrestled in like 10 years I don't. you know what i mean i'm sure his body does feel pain at this point you know what i mean yeah. it's different for him uh yeah i think seven years seven or eight years ago you're only 35 now you're like i think 40 they something. might be trying to force him down everybody's throat just a little too much with the announcing every week and coming out and every it's like week. the same promo thing every week dude right like, they could keep him off week for keep him off week they could keep him off tv for two weeks and i don't think it would make people too upset to have him come back to a they, giant crouch i, I, I know, know you want to which you they uh, already announced that these next two dynamites that are on Saturday nights will be on the commentary desk for both of them. So, but you know, it's cool. You want to parade them around to all the fans because nobody's seen them in ten years, and I get it. But at the same time, I'm there not is, sure I like Happy Go Lucky CM Punk. I think that'll turn at some point. He'll fucking turn on everybody. My like, I don't understand what they're doing with him currently. Like. I don't know if he has zero storylines or if he's just going from place like to place. Wrestling like big ass dudes. Yeah, they yeah, but wrestle. like, it, like, is he done with Team Taz? Because <laughs> like they came out threatened his life. He wrestled Hobbs and then he threatened Ricky Starks and he told uh, Hook he was gonna beat him up. He called Taz the troll that comes underneath the bridge, from underneath the bridge, like, and then he's wrestling uh, uh, Daniel Garcia, and then he's wrestling Matt Seidel and Team Taz is back to brian cage which is fucking ignorant <laughs> well that was only for like a night who better i hope so can you but at this point it made no sense for brian cage and and ricky starks to wrestle brian cage has lost twice to ricky starks and then disappeared for like two weeks and now out of the blue coming back to get my ftw title in philadelphia in the street fight when when i thought we were wrestling cm punk now he was threatening people's lives last week <laughs> so now we're just not gonna it's a nothing we're it's done i was kind of hoping the team Taz shit was gonna go on for a minute like I, I was excited about that like i was like that could be fun for him to 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 get in there and it's three dudes that he can wrestle with one of them obviously is bigger uh ricky starks is an exciting guy to watch uh when he's not in a hardcore match like that's way out of his wheelhouse um He's, he's definitely not the rock like he thinks he is. <laughs> but he is an exciting wrestler to watch, and, and so is Will Hobbs. And I've never seen Hook wrestle yet. But it would be interesting to see him get finally in, in the mix instead of not be. How old is he? I don't know. I've seen, 22. I've seen pictures of him in wrestling gear, but I've never seen him actually wrestle. Uh, I think he's still getting, or he's still going through the Nightmare Factory with Cody. Because that's who is actually coaching. Him and QT are the ones that are coaching him. I don't even want to get started on them two jokers. <laughs> Like the Nightmare Factory is training a lot of the up-and-coming people that are coming up through yeah. AEW. Blue Mini. Jade Cargill. Hey, the Blue Mini was on in AEW yeah. Dark this week. Him and, uh, That's Cro crazy. him and Crowbar. Him and Crowbar. Now mm. Crowbar wants to wrestle Cody Rhodes. He's trying to get on TV bad. You're all right for YouTube with your weird face and your earring. He looks different nose than to, Nose to yeah. ear earring, which is very strange. And then he's <laughs> too old for that. But then he takes it out before he gets to the ring. I hope so. It'd be a bad deal if it gets ripped out. Yeah. Look at the Intercontinental I Champion. Might, that kind of interests me. I might go back and watch Dark just to see Blue Meaning. You think uh, Mark Henry remembers when he, he was doesn't, a... He doesn't wrestle. He just comes out to help Crowbar. Hmm. Remember, Crowbar think, wrestles? Yeah. You think Mark Henry remembers when he was in the storyline where he didn't like white people? <laughs> He's too busy worried about talking about food on Busted Open. That's what the nation was about. <laughs> I know what the fucking nation of Islam was. No, the nation of domination. Well, I know, but... Like earlier this week when... Uh, uh, Rene Paquette was on Busted Open. He was more worried about asking what kind of or what percent of cocoa was, or chocolate was in her chili instead of actually talking about wrestling and People stuff be like putting that. Chocolate in their chili? Yeah. Who? You talking about? Mark Henry. 
Yeah. Well, the week before that, they had the whole week him and Bully did. So he's probably on some bullshit this week wanting to talk about whatever. So Dave was on vacation and they had the whole whole week to themselves. Oh, yeah, no, they had a... I they, still haven't heard an apology, by the way. An apology for what? The the, uh, the the shit that happened on their master's class where they was talking about bitch slapping the dude from La Resistance around and or Bully did. But I read the whole thing of what he said and, and it kind of made sense to me a little bit. Like... The guy from La Resistance came up to him and was like, oh, why are you smacking me around in the ring? Or why are you working too stiff on me? I'm green. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, and, him in the face. and then he smacked him and he went and told Johnny Ace and Johnny Ace came to Bully and was like, Bully, you can't be beating up the young kids. And Bully went, Johnny, if we was in New Japan and you and Dr. Death was in a tag team match against me and Devon and after the match, I came up to Doc and I was like, hey, why are you working so stiff on me? I'm green. He goes, what do you think Doc would do? He go, well, he'd probably punch you in the face. And he goes, okay. <laughs> and then he said well just take it a little bit easier on the kids from now on and fucking walked off like them's learning <laughs> scars man how many guys in the wrestling business have taken a learning bop and that's probably why they suck so much today because ain't nobody getting bitch slapped in the back when they fuck oh, up see i've always heard that bully took that fucking way out of fucking proportion anyways usually like he had he had kind of a reputation yeah like, but who the fuck was law resistance anyway like after their tag team run or whatever rob conway had to help everything. get him over who was he <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Exactly. You don't know Blah Resistance? Couple of never forever. was. Remember when he turned into a dick dancer? Couple of never was us, see? <laughs> see what I'm saying? Couple of never was He used to come out with that hat and his like fishnet fucking I, trunks. I remember, unfortunately. <laughs> like Oscar De La Hoya when he dressed up like a woman. <laughs> All right. Uh, Wait. Is it time for the Andy Mud Show report? <laughs> Brent's Indie Mud Show. <laughs> hey, you don't you don't have to do that anymore. I already got it saved. Oh, sweet. Oh, cool. So. You can edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> and now the Indie Mud Show report. So what we said: uh, Impact, Ring of Honor, MLW, uh, GCW. New Japan, technically, I guess, would be part of it. <laughs> What other companies have we thrown into the Indie Mud Show report? I don't know. It's too many. MLW? All of them except for the main two, basically. I think I already said MLW. All yeah. except the main two. I don't know. Impact has... No. Nope. I mean, it's still... It's not Mud Show. Nah, it's pretty indie, though. <laughs> so, uh, John Moxley defended the uh, GCW Heavyweight Championship at the... Was it Fight Fight Club? Against Nick Gage. I don't know, buddy. It's your it's your report, not mine. <laughs> All right. Well, Moxley retained the title. He did. Uh, didn't he? Did. Uh, I'm not sure what they call their week, their weekly pay per views. Whatever that. What what the fuck's his move? Mox Mox's paradigm shift. Paradigm, paradigm shift. shift. Yeah. He did it off like the top ropes or some shit or yeah. through glass. I yeah. heard uh, Renee talk about it on the radio. She said he came home the next morning and she tried to take his hat off and his hat wouldn't come off, so she had it pulled off and it was blooded to his forehead. And she said his back is more cut up than it's ever been in any match he's ever had. And she well, said, I'm legit worried for him this time, and I don't want him to go back there. She goes, but I understand, like, that's what he loves to do, and that's why he left the WWE. And she goes, I'm not going to shit on his dreams. She goes, I just wish he wouldn't do to that extent. But she said <laughs> this is the worst she's ever seen him ever before was this last match. Well, she doesn't want he, him to death do. Death matches are crazy, man. Well, that's because he paradigm shift Nick Gage to the, off the top. And it's Nick Gage. cutting people up. Glass pane. We gotta get these. And he's the one that went through the glass, right? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. We gotta get these ratings, dog. Is it even on TV? 
No, it's on. It was on Fight TV for nineteen ninety nine. Oh, I was gonna say twelve ninety nine. Twenty fucking dollars. It wasn't, or, it wasn't worth twenty bucks. It or, was twenty bucks because John Moxley was on there. If he wasn't, Mox better get ten of that. If he wasn't, it was fourteen ninety nine. That's why it was twenty. <laughs> or you could pay thirty five, I think, and you got both nights. And night two was. Uh, I don't know if I need two nights. Jesus Christ. Two nights in GCW. <laughs> Mick Foley was the announcer for the main event too, by the way. Which night night two the main event was uh, Joey Janela and Minoru Suzuki. So it probably five dollars of that went to Mick, five went to John <laughs> yeah. the wrestlers. Uh, well, you, <laughs> <laughs> you brought up Mick Foley was there. Uh, Thunder Rosa made an appearance, and the Briscoes showed up and challenged Vance. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. One of them almost fell off the fucking top rope right as soon as he showed up. Too many beers. Oh, Rusty. Back. No, I think he just had too many beers before he came out. They, they, it's an indie mud show, bud. They're drinking in the back. They uh, showed up and challenged Mance Warner and uh, his tag team partner to the tag team championships. They're still contracted to ROH, correct? So they're gonna, ROH is letting their two basically top guys go get the shit kicked out of them in another company. Dude, for yeah. a long time, they were for a long fucking time, like when you're talking about the future of wrestling and shit, nobody was talking about the fucking Young Bucks. They no. was talking about fucking the Briscoes, but dude. But they didn't want to go no place else and do They still got else. their fucking full-time jobs, like construction workers. 100%, yeah. They need to go to another company if they really want to be remembered by anyone <laughs> they ever. They need to come to AEW and kick the shit out of the Young Bucks. That would be where, I feel like AEW or, or Impact would be the best places for those two guys to go because WWE is not going to let them be the Briscoes. Yeah. AEW... Against FTR would be cool. I don't want to see him wrestle the Young Bucks. That's lame. Uh, That's like fucking dream match. I would like to see them against Lucha Bros. That'd be cool. Them and the Young Bucks is a dream match. Yeah, on a fucking fuck national platform. Either they tore it up in ROH, motherfucker. Like uh, at it was this point, crazy. I don't want to see them anymore. I'd like to see Young Back Bucks. Back when the Young Bucks actually used the psychology and shit. I'd like to see Young Bucks go away for they just knew a little how to while. wrestle. All of them go away for a little. while. I know they're not because Adam Cole's about to just bring a whole new read, re- like probably a whole new paradigm shift of their group but like so like when i keep saying that kevin steen's showing up he, i don't think that's gonna happen <laughs> if he does i don't think he's gonna join them it'll be him trying to be steve austin and you already got steve austin light so we don't need steve austin heavy okay a little of the stars they don't have kevin owens probably better off staying wwe i think he should just retire at this point <laughs> and go home for a couple years and maybe in a year or two come back i don't know I'm still saying he shows up in AEW in he, January. He looks like he's burnt out, like he don't like wrestling no more. And when you get to that point, if you don't hurt somebody and you don't hurt yourself, then you should probably just go home before you do. Which also bringing up the Briscoes, they were on the commentary desk for uh, Ring of Honor's episode this week. Uh, Did they but, put their teeth in for it? Didn't really show them. They were <laughs> you, they were just talking. Uh, they kind of both remind me of like Brad Crumb if he was super muscular. <laughs> But uh, no, uh, Brad, S- Brad S- and Johnson were a tag team, right? With big old beards <laughs> and fucking military gear. Fucking I was gonna, a. I was gonna say SOS. Uh, who are the? I hear them shouting. They are the uh, six. They're the six man tag team champions. Oh, what? we're not talking about Kofi Kingston. No. Okay. <laughs> but uh, they had a tag team match. The Briscoes were on commentary for it, and now next week on ROH, SOS actually gets a title shot against uh, uh, it's Kenny King and Dragon Lee, who are the tag team champions. Shit show. 
So SOS may end up being the tag team champions and the six man tag team champions. Mm. Do they have fans yet? No. They won't have fans for the rest of the year. I liked when uh, Daniel Bryan and Kane won the tag team championship together, and then Daniel Bryan took both the belts and he said, I am the tag team champions. <laughs> and Kane cool. said, no, 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 I am the tag team champions. And then I'll uh, bring up Dick's favorite part of GCW. Matt Cordona won back his internet title from Effie. Matt uh-huh. Cordona is the Chris Jericho of GCW. Hmm. Chelsea Green showed up to help him stand. win back. <laughs> Chelsea Very Green cold. showed up to help him win back the championship. She should. She's his old lady. She's going to take a thumbtack to the booty. She ain't careful, though. <laughs> uh, nothing big happened in MLW. Um, yeah, huh? One dude gave up his belts, right? One dude gave up his belts. The blonde-haired cat with the fucking Billy Gunn look gave up his belts, I thought. That dude maybe got injured or something. Maybe that just happened and it didn't. What, some dude gave up his belt. I don't know what his name is. Like, give Ale- me a few minutes to look it up. Alexander Hammerstone? Uh, maybe. Sure, that sounds very... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very pornorific to me, he, but... He just won the world title from... Somebody gave their belt the up. hammer down. From Fateau. Someone someone gave a belt up for some reason. And I don't know, maybe it's a belt from another company because they well, won. Well, he is he would be a dual champion. He'd be the national open weight champion and the world champion. So maybe he gave up the national champion or did he get hurt and just vacate? I don't know, man. Give me a minute. National I want to give you a minute. I'm trying to talk. Did you know <laughs> did you know that that was a word that was a thing before Clint National Open Weight Championship? I don't need to. <laughs> no, he, that's interesting, I guess. He just had another you just had another person go down the road that thought they had a sweet-sounding car. Big truck, little dick. No, that was like a red car. <laughs> but uh, while he's looking for that, we can move on to Impact if you want to. It's a big week for Impact, right? Next week, Next in te- week. technically. Next weekend's Bound for Glory. So the last two weeks, their shows have all been building it up. He relinquished the MLW National Openweight title. He has an injured ankle or some shit like that. But he's still the world heavyweight champion. He ain't giving that shit up unless they take it from him. <laughs> well, you yeah, are. he's been chasing Fatou for the last two years for it. So, All right. We'll go into uh, MLW. Or not MLW. Fucking Impact. He said he's doing it mostly because it's the right thing to do. <laughs> because he doesn't want to defend both belts. You'll never be Kenny Omega acting like that, dog. <laughs> oh, he's ins- aspiring to be Kenny Omega now. I think they all are at this point. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, last, all uh, the rest of them got canceled, bud. So <laughs> last Saturday night, uh, Impact had their all women Impact Plus pay per view that Gil Kim produced. Uh, knockouts, knockout, or whatever. Um, they had the eight, they had like an eight women tournament. Which Mercedes Martinez walked away as the champ, so she will get a future shot at whoever wins the title at Bound for Glory. Um, nothing else really happened at that pay-per-view. Uh, I know Mickey James and Chelsea Green were on the uh, commentary desk for it. Hmm. Um, so then going into the storylines for Bound for Glory, uh, you got the world title. It's uh, Christian Cage and Josh Alexander, which, yes, he's the guy from the Northerners. <laughs> the North. <laughs> Throwing the headgear? Yes. <laughs> so, I mean. Rick Steiner wannabe? Man, I think I'm going to call. I think I'm calling he for was, him. He, I'm going to call him Rick Anderson because he d- wants to be Rick Steiner and dresses like C.W. Anderson. What's his name again? 
Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander. I think he beats Christian for the title. I I can really see that. He It's impact, so anything's possible. I mean who else? Ken Shamrock. Well, I will not shut up till he comes back and wrestles again. <laughs> Christopher Daniel uh, did come out to say yeah, that challenging he's, for the title. He, that's the reason that he's returned to Impact for the one thing he never won. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, I do see Josh Alexander walking out of Bound for Glory as the new world champion. I mean, I guess it's kind of become a cruiserweight show. So, because cruiserweight, he's a big ass motherfucker. He's bigger than Christian. Who is? Josh Alexander. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm talking about fucking. Uh, oh, the X Division. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a fucking like six person match too, isn't it, or some shit? It's three, three. Oh. Yeah, they had all three X of the division. They had all three of the qualifiers. Uh, Trey Miguel, the rascal that didn't go to NXT. That's right, the one that got away. <laughs> Smart one. The rascal that Steve, got away. Steve Macklin. Uh, he was, who was Steve Cutler of the Forgotten Sons for WWE. The he still is forgotten, yeah. Who is Donna or who is Deanna Peraza's boyfriend? Yeah. And then uh you have ELP uh El Fantasma from Bullet Club, the headbanger. That's the triple threat for the X Division Championship. What did uh I'm saying Bullet Club wins it. Uh, is that other shit with Morrissey and Chris Sabin fucking happening at Bound for Glory too? Uh, yeah, I was about to get to that. Uh, you got the actually, I heard there might be some shit going on with the Bullet Club right now. And Tom and Tonga might be trying to take the head of it hmm. from Jay White. There's there's rumbles. Well, Jay White's not even over there, right? Exactly. Jay White Jay White's over here. Well, they're saying he's supposedly someone. He's on Impact, right? Supposedly he's he not signed. He hasn't been on Impact for a while, but he's over here because Japan's on lockdown. So if you like didn't want to stay there you had to leave basically they were saying that he's not taking care of bullet club business so you know and tonga you know what i mean it's hard, hard to do business on zoom it's fucking tonga dog <laughs> yeah he's the original leader that's left he's fucking better than roman reigns is what he is i was gonna say the only two original ogs that are over there are bad luck fella and tom and tonga when we get to uh smackdown i i heard some shit about Paul Heyman. We can talk about it a little bit later. <laughs> okay. But no, how, you, how you brought up Chris Saban and uh, Morrissey uh, at Bound for Glory, they do the uh, Call Your Shot gauntlet. So it's a 20-man gauntlet match. What, uh, what does that mean, Call Your Shot? It's, it's the same it's, thing. It's, that like, that their, it's the like their version of Money in the Bank. The episode of fucking TNA, Jeff Jarrett won it. it it's kind of neat. It's a guaranteed contract for a shot at any belt. Uh, so it's like money in the bank, but yeah, if I wanted their, to not get a heavyweight title shot, I could. But except for twenty people in a row in a gauntlet, I could turn this in for a heavyweight title shot. But instead, I want to uh, wrestle for the women's tag team titles by myself. Yeah, yeah somebody did that because Rhino Rhino won it at last year's Bound for Glory and cashed it in for the tag team championships. What an idiot! So <laughs> why you would not go straight for the throat and try to get the head championship is beyond me. But whatever. Morrissey comes out for or last, right? Yeah, they, wanna... on this episode, on this week's episode of Impact, they uh, had a twenty-person battle royal. If you were runner-up, you enter the gauntlet number one. If you win, you enter the gauntlet number twenty. Chris Saban is now number one. He was the runner-up, and Morrissey is the last per- entrant. Chris Saban should be the fucking heavyweight champion of Impact. He's going for the fucking. He's going for the gold like they're gonna, fucking... They're going to let Morrissey win. Ric Flair. 
I'll let Morrissey win it because he's on the fucking revival. Jeff Jarrett won it from the number one spot. And then uh, beat Scott Hall, fucking Buff Bagwell. uh, The only other three participants that you know that are in it. You know what you just said, Scott Hall and Buff Bagwell. You ever watched the first that Bound for Glory? Yeah, I had the fucking all that shit on for app for a while till I deleted it for a whole whole month for free. It was interesting. Whole thirty days, I got to watch all of it. It was some sad shit. (laughs) You're talking about earlier shit from the '90s. You didn't think is or not as good now as you thought it was. No, I think that's underrated. That shit's underrated. It's bad. Time Prime is, time, he looks skipper on there. Everyone styles fucking making a splash. Every fucking, once in a while, there's a, there's gems on there. I'll call them gems because that's what they are. A lot of it's bad timing and drunken sailors. <laughs> but no, the other three participants that you know are in the gauntlet besides Saban and Morrissey, uh, Willie Mack, Rich Swan, Brian Myers. Oh, Rich Swan, you know what he's doing? Got his old lady Tying his wife. Up. Leaving her in the closet. I got a wrestling match, bro. Don't it's leave. All, it's all right though. I like She's the closet. Got, She's got like her own demon bride faction going I bet on. She right does. Now. Locked her in a closet. She's got, she know she's, got dark. Ki- she's got Kimberly and uh, Brandy Lauren all dressing up like Sue Young now too. Here I go making fun of WWE for names like Wesley, and now we got somebody in Impact called Kimberly. <laughs> the thing is, though, put me uh, to sleep. Put me to sleep. You, Nash Carter is actually Kimberly's husband. Wow. So and he te- yeah. and his tag team partner is Wesley. Yep. I think Ignorant James just followed those two people around. It sounds like to me. I can't wait to see what they name their baby. Yeah. Well, we'll figure it out. Probably Car Lee. Oh. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> uh, the inspiration, Cassie Lee and yeah. Jesse McKay. Yeah. Uh, Hot off their album drop. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. What's not? They are <laughs> something that we've never their heard. first their first appearance is gonna be bound for bad. glory. It's not bad. Which means we don't need to hear it. I mean it's not John Cena level. Buying the pimp ride. <laughs> I'm a bad, bad I'll, man. I'll walk by with the pimp sled. <laughs> well, their very first match at Impact is for the knockout tag team championship, so we know they're walking out with the titles that night. They go up against the K, the team of Rosemary and Jessica Havoc. And then uh, the only other match we haven't talked about, you got Deanna Perezo against Mickey James for the Knockouts Championship. And that was probably actually the best there, match on the whole card. Actually, there is another match. Uh, you got the Digital Media Digital but, Media Championship. But wait, there's more. The yeah, another one of them belts they're putting out there that makes belts mean nothing. Actually, that so belt can compete with a 24. Actually, that belt's kind of uh, interesting. It's going to be a six-way match. But it's three men and three women. So it's an intergender title. I don't like that. I don't like intergender matches. I think no, women should be wrestling men and men shouldn't be wrestling women. And like it back in the 90s when Jeff Jarrett did it with China and Jericho and all that shit, I don't I like it I think China's the exception to the rule. I didn't like it when she did it. Which George- She could have been a dominating fact. She could have brought the women's revolution she- in the early 90s had she wrestled women and not fought to wrestle men so much. Yeah, but there weren't no women around to do it with her. There would have been. She would have set the standard, True. and then Vince McMahon would go, "Okay, well, we need to get somebody to compete with China, so we need to wrestle." But there we need were to... no women wrestlers on the national scene. They would have went out and made them, is what I'm trying to say, just like they do now. And all that yeah. shit would have got kickstarted way earlier. I, I mean, almost guarantee it. People got to want to be a fucking wrestler for you to make him a wrestler. He had no what, fucking what stock mean? to work with. They would have went like, out and recruited, bro. Alondra Blaze, fucking 
Uh, they probably would have signed her back somehow. They would have the, recruited. Uh, they would have recruited. They'd have uh, sent Jr. The name. They'd have went and got big old soccer broads. They'd have went and got big old linebacker looking women. They would have, dude. They 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 would have recruited women just like they recruited men through tapes, through going to Olympic wrestling, all that crazy shit. I guarantee there would have been way more bigger chicks back then had she decided that she wanted to wrestle women and not just try to wrestle with the men all the time. She could have been the first Tessa Blanchard yeah. on an actual level. Yeah, but she screwed that up by wanting a shitload of money. Million dollar guarantee. Yeah, they ain't going to do that for, <laughs> for you. Sorry. What were we talking about? Intergender matches, digital oh, media championship. The digital media championship. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a thing. Not the, unless Andy the only, Kaufman comes back from the dead. The only woman that's declared, or actually a part of it right now, is there's still two matches to go, but the uh, Jordan Grace is the official first woman in it. And then the men, it's Falaba, Crazy Steve, and... <laughs> Falaba, um, Crazy Steve. I can't remember the other one. Uh, is that his actual wrestling name? Can't remember the other one. Actually, actually, it's, it's great her, CB. No, actually, it's Hernandez. Oh, that's weird. It is weird. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say it's uh, what's his name? What's the guy's name? Crazy Madison. I know Madison Rain and Tanel Dashwood have a match. Uh, Jake somebody. Jake something. Jake something. Jake something. Yeah, he's not in the match. No. No. I thought it was gonna be the great CB. No, he's on Ring of Honor. It's the amazing cheeseburger. What about the <laughs> Brooklyn Brawler and uh, Doink the Clown? We can make we can make that happen. I was wondering if they're in the match too. They, we could probably make it happen. You definitely make Doink happen. Oh, he might get sued. <laughs> you need to call him something else other than Doink, but you might be able to do it. Surprised they didn't throw a suicide in the match. You can use it. I guess. <laughs> no, you're good. Well, maybe. <laughs> so, uh, we've ran through the Indie Mud Show report. That's all. That, yeah. hmm. it's not. It's not a lot this week. What have you left off of the Indie Mud Show report? That's not WWE or AEW. What do you mean? Is that the only two things we got left to talk about? WWE and AEW. Yep. Oh. I was gonna say New Japan's got the G1 climax oh, yeah. going on right now, but. Uh, there's still like five more shows of it, so anything can happen. They're pissing. They're pissing their fans off right now too. <laughs> Why are they doing that? Well, I mean, like, so like their big things always to fucking, you know, they're trying to gain traction in America as a fucking uh, network or whatever, and and they are hitting all the Twitter followers and and uh, their gifs and everything. They're pulling them for content rights and everything, and. Uh, Kevin Kelly came out and apologized to it, said he was going to do a... Uh, uh, you mean GIFs? GIFs. What did I say? GIF. GIF. That's a peanut butter. Yeah. Oh. Choosy moms I, choose GIF. I, I like when, when people call memes memes. Shit makes <laughs> me laugh so <laughs> yeah. goddamn hard. It's a meme. What? Kenny. North Dakota does that. <laughs> Kenny fucking does that. The first time memes? we... Memes? The first time that the first time they did the beer reset when we got the new cooler down there and they brought in Dank Meme from uh, Triptych, he's like, you know that Dank Meme beer up there? <laughs> you mean Dank Meme? No, that's Meme. No, Kenny, no, it's not. You and your Kovic. He doesn't call it COVID, it's Kovic. That's what my mom calls it too. Shit makes me laugh. <laughs> and he calls him, was it, was he call it Mario? She calls, not she not calls, Mario. Uh, Hulu, Hulu, who? <laughs> I said, "What are you talking about? You know the hula hoo." 
<laughs> All right, we're going way off back. Back to back to your chips. <laughs> uh, Just being a smart ass now. So anyway, New Japan's pulling content or whatever. So like, I don't know. Everybody's saying it's a short-sighted uh, strategy or whatever if they're trying to gain traction as fans in the United States. But uh, Kevin Kelly came out and they apologized. Got, they got, they got, got AEW and John provider. Moxley for that, bro. They don't, yeah, need, they don't need Kevin Kelly. <laughs> Anyway, they didn't stop pulling all the shit after he apologized for it. But I would like, I would never be more interested to watch the G One Classic than I am right now, which isn't very high. But I would never. You wouldn't want to watch the G One this year. They they have like ten people in it all together. Okay, you're distracted by that. <laughs> no, hey, Clint, no, this is stuff that's still good, man. Clint was that wasn't on your list, was it? No, Things it wasn't. That, so this still translates. You got to remember that. Hello, ladies. That means this stuff is still as good in the '90s as it is nowadays. <laughs> yeah, it's classic this TV. Jen and Jameson. This is before they did choppy choppy pee pee and shit, bro. <laughs> I remember the. I, I still remember the first time that uh, my mom and dad used to watch WCW with me. A couple me. months from now, and then you had the finger poke of doom, and I'm like, "Fuck this!" And I changed it over to WWF and. Yeah, Val Venus and all that. And my mom's like, what in the fuck are you watching? <laughs> I'm like, don't worry about it. <laughs> hey, my mom did not appreciate WWF in the 90s whenever I was started watching it again, too. And ladies, believe me, the gift that I have, no other male on the face of the planet has. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it sucks because he's actually a really good wrestler, Sean Morley was. And it kind of ruined his career because it made him a one- like, like it made type, it turned him into a gimmick, basically to the point type, where anytime he, he yeah, and anytime he was another wrestler, that was all people wanted to see was the Val Venus gimmick, and kind of screwed him over. His that. group's the only group I've ever seen in wrestling set out with an agenda and win and change the face of the industry. <laughs> right to censor, yeah. <laughs> they they definitely won. Way to go, Stevie Richards. All right, well, since we got all three of us on here, and he Dick squared. was no Dick was talking about formatting the show since. Uh, <laughs> AEW is on the tip of everybody's tongue. Uh, Val Venus is coming. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Stop reading the screen. I couldn't help it. Seb's 12-inch dog. <laughs> <laughs> this is when WWE let people bring whatever signs they wanted to the shows. There's all kinds of wild shit you find in the crowd. And this is why I watch these back now, so I can only look at pretty well what's going on in the background, because I've done seeing what happened in the ring. That's how I found out one time I was watching this shit, and I caught a somebody throwing the hole as Stone Cold was walking down the ramp. I froze frame it, took a picture of it, and sent it to him and shit. And I was like, all the times, of all you times, you know, just randomly watching a show... And I just happened to catch that as fucking he was walking by someone throwing the hole out. And I was like, holy shit. Dude, Dick, got, Dick got hit with one yesterday. Come across <laughs> the store. Trent got me. He's, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> he, and then Trent's like, it was the perfect opportunity. You were talking to two people. And I was just like, bam. <laughs> but uh, I don't look at very many holes per year. Oh. <laughs> but no, going into uh, formatting our show because I mean, we're still going, but... Do we want to start with the Indie Mud Show report? Do we want to start with AEW? Do we? What? How do we want to go? Do we want to put AEW at the beginning from now on for the fact that I think we should just start with whatever had the most exciting show that week, whatever the best show of the week was. So we, we just start with AEW every week. If we all <laughs> if we all determine that that was the show that was the best out of the week, then yeah, I yeah we'll have to start with Dynamite or Rampage or whatever we thought was the best show that week, or if it happens to be SmackDown or Raw, which is. Phew, Gonna be really probably few and far between. 
Oh, uh, you know, we'll start with Raw or SmackDown. That's that's what I would do. The show's called that's High cute. Spots and that's Kickouts. The highest spot of the week to, should be the show we should start with. It's cute to watch Clint, who never went through this trauma of WCW, be on the hype train so fucking hard and drop a lifetime favorite of his so fucking hard. Monday Night Fucking Raw? Yeah. Makes me sad, dog. <laughs> I quit watching in about 93, 94 for almost two years because it was so comic booky <laughs> and ridiculous that it was just, it, it was insulting as a child to watch it. And I was watching WCW. Now as an adult, it's pretty well insulting to watch it. You know what I mean? So I don't. But I keep up with it, though. I, I don't ever not keep up with it. I kept up with it. But I still had WWF Magazine, even though I didn't watch a show. It was something my aunt started getting for me as a very young child. Every year for Christmas, she would just renew the subscription endlessly. And I had it all the way up until the day they quit fucking running it. Up until, like, maybe four or five years ago, I still had a shitload of WWF Magazines at my mom's house. Really? Got rid of all of them, though. You should have cut all the posters out. I kept a bunch of shit, but it's all gone now. I think she's thrown most of it away. She didn't keep all that. She didn't appreciate my wrestling. She still don't, but <laughs> it's life, man. Well, I'm going to move us on to NXT 2.0. The real show of the week. Yeah. The real dumpster <laughs> fire of the week. No. Actually, there's been one episode that's been absolutely shit awful. The rest of them have been pretty tolerable. But I still want to call it a dumpster fire because it's not the black and gold brand anymore. <laughs> you guys are salty about that. It's the fucking spackled paint brand now. It's the fucking Brown Breaker show, dog. Nah, they're still. You can tell they're still trying to like develop that show into whatever they're trying to turn it into. It's still very much in development. Dropping whatever F-bombs. they're trying to do. Yeah, they're trying to be edgier with it, but I mean, as far as production-wise goes and what they're trying to do with the show, you can see it. that it's still in metamorphosis right now. Vince McMahon's still doing the... It's still a Rubik's Cube that Vince McMahon's trying to finish. Is, you I see guess that what uh, to get you they know delayed what I mean? Car- uh, Cameron Grimes' call-up because Vince wants to fuck it with his character and develop him there before you bring him up to I the main be, roster? I believe every bit of it. He ain't going to be Cameron Grimes by the time he gets there. He's just going to be Grimes. Grimes. And it's grimy, you get it? And he's Out of a trash can. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! And he's either going to be just like that or he's going to be just like Hillbilly fucking Jim. <laughs> and he ain't going to have the money he's got right now. He's going to lose Thank it all. Thank Oscar the Grouch. He's going to lose it all in some well, fucked up fashion. trash can. I don't well, like him anyway, so it well, doesn't make week, me sad. This week he was hanging out with uh, uh, Grayson Waller. Vince doesn't like Southern accents. And, uh, <laughs> and Grayson Waller is a ladies' man. So no, he, he's not. He he was, in the, he was in the lounge with a couple <laughs> ladies that he was talking to, and Cameron Grimes walked up, and he's like, how do you... How do you do this or whatever? He's like, oh, man, he's got to be confident or whatever. He's like, actually, if you know you like shaved your face off and got rid of the chest hair, you'd actually be a you know, pretty good-looking guy or whatever. And then he's showing him dating apps on the uh, on his phone. He's like swiping. He's like, oh, you, you like that one? He's like, oh, yeah, she's pretty good. And he swipes it to the next one. He's like, wait, there's more than one of them on here? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah. And then it went to commercial break, so. And they came back so and that, he's gonna, was a completely Vince different guy. Shave him. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, he's gonna lose. We the, finally, we finally did get our uh, I debut. I bet he puts a mask on him. We finally got our debut of Parker Brudeau or Brudeer. How you say it? Brudeer. I thought it was. I, I don't it, can't, I don't know. It's Boudreaux. I thought it was. Parker Gun, I thought it was Gunner. No, it's Harland. His name is Harland, and he is a psychopath. He's a big ass dude, though, right? So like, he's taking uh, Dexter Loomis's gimmick. Uh yeah, he sat in the crowd for two weeks and like stared down Joe Gacy. Totally taking Dexter Lumens' gimmick. He wants to fucking. He wants to be Dexter Kill Lumens. that millennial shit. 
Which, Joe I mean, Daisy. they may have kind of already ruined his character. Cause... No, we mean kind of. They did the first day they brought him and signed him. He was oh. ruined. The day he signed, he ruined. Well, on TV, uh, uh, Champa and Gacy had a match. If Gacy won this week, uh, he got to be in the main event for the title at Halloween Havoc. And, of course, Champa beat him. But I thought Breaker was in the main event at Halloween Havoc. He is, but it would have been a three-way match. But I can't even keep up with it, and it's so ridiculous. After the match, after the match, uh, Harland attacked Champa, and Gacy stopped him. But then, like, he's fucker. Goddamn! <laughs> if I want to watch Boardwalk Empire, I'll turn on fucking HBO Max. With but all no, these fucking uh, names they got out here, it's like Prohibition era names they got going on down here. But no, the <laughs> outside of Braun Breaker, who sounds like some fucked up dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But no. Uh, like, uh, Gacy came to save Champa, and Harlan's giving them the stare down. And Gacy, Gacy, like John Wayne Gacy? Joe, Joe but Gacy. He's not the sa- but he's not the second. Oh, let's not call him the John woke, we'll the call woke, him. The woke wrestler. But he, like, rubbed his face like this. Gunner, I think it's still too Gunner soon. Boudreaux's I hear the, Gacy. I think a little children getting raped and killed. Sorry. Still too soon. <laughs> but no, he's like, he literally, like, rubbed his face, and then Harlan ran off. But it, like, I, I, like I said, so no you have the woke wrestler... In control of the psychopath, or the, what's going on now? The woke wrestler who's named after a serial killer. Dick to go. Wrestling the actual psychopath. Dick to go. That's a good wrestling name. Yeah. Dick, uh, to, Dick to go. He was a. He was like a Pat Patterson level match put together person. Too. Dick to go. Fucking a. But instead we got. He's Gacy. actually. He's a Bullet Club. Instead, instead we got Joe Gacy. Yeah, I know. He's. he's a, a, I think he's like a trainer now. Or he's. Or, he's. Uh, he don't wrestle much. I know. No, he's Evil's manager. Yeah. Hmm. Which then that's another. If you how we, earlier you were talking about Tomatonga and all that with New Japan, there's like a subgroup that Evil's in control of. And hold on, stop the show. Uh, I had, had a picture show. the other day and I had a mustache on. Was fucking around. This kid threw down the gauntlet on the mustache growing contest. Yeah, it said you look like Dexter Loomis. Uh, I'm gonna have a Rick Rude era mustache by the time it's over with that you motherfuckers are gonna marvel at by the time December gets here my shit's gonna be fresh mine's, as fuck mine's gonna be fucking 1850s train robber style yeah, mine's be. gonna look exactly like it does now cause I ain't fucking doing it you should Trent says he's down uh, he should be you should he too. rocked it for a while he said I'm going to straight up I'm gonna look like Rick Rude son <laughs> it's not happening I don't wanna look like my dad there's your uncle Corny and You've been listening to a lot of Corny, too, by the way. For, like, years, you just shit on him. I was like, I can't stand his voice. I can't stand his voice. But you'd be listening to it a lot later. I'm just going to let you two keep going because I need another beer. YouTube. <laughs> I can I can listen to it in small squirts on YouTube. Every day I hear just a small little bit, and I can deal with it like that. I can't listen to, like, because his shows are, like, four and a half hours long. I can't I do that. It's too much. It's just too much. Look at that mustache. Oh, that is a... Uh... It's a fucking manly mustache. Did you know that... So, uh, Dan the B7 was the NWA champion at the time that... TNA was getting put together or whatever, and they made the deal, the NWA TNA title or whatever. And Dan the B7 thought he was going to be a champion on national television or whatever. And Jeff Jarrett was just kind of like, no, I mean, the, Dan ain't coming with the, <laughs> he ain't coming with the title. We're just going to have a tournament to start it off. <laughs> the gauntlet match. I mean, whatever. Dan the B7 been shitty with Jarrett since then. Well, he didn't get his what he thought was just he was in wrestling anyway. So I I don't think that I mean his WWF experience wasn't the best. Uh, I think he thought he was going to come in and win a shitload of titles just because of his name, and it was like no dog. One one of the other kids that uh, Dick's pretty excited about made his debut on NXT too, Tony D'Angelo. 
Oh, the fucking Mama Luke motherfucker? Yeah. The Chicago fucking yeah. gangster. Yeah. <laughs> Mobster. Which he applied this week because he uh, didn't get to be on Lashing Out, the new like talk show thing they do with Lash Legend on NXT that he had like a promo that he pretty much presumed that the producer that didn't allow him on it was in the trunk of his car somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'd be doing that shit, uh, locking people in trunks of cars and driving off with them, and then they don't explain how they get back the next week. But they're in their, they'll show up the next <laughs> week on TV and not explain how they got out of the trunk. Where they got left at, where the car took them out to, they just they're just back the next week and like, eh, threw them in the <laughs> trunk last week. Okay, but in between there, what happened? We're not nah, WWE. Don't worry about. It. Uh, Von Von Wagner had a tag team match with a uh, and Pete. Von Wagner been looking impressive too. Yeah, that's what I was. Just get, that's what I was really getting stupid to. Stupid name is all. That's all. Which he's actually the son of Matt Bloom. Oh, all I right? didn't know that. I think I sent that to you. There's him and then Bull Buchanan's sons wrestling too. But yeah, he's Matt. He's Matt Bloom's son. Yeah, Clemby getting hung up on names too. Like, you know, you know it ain't about the name, right? Like, well, I was about to tell you how he moves in the ring. I was about to tell you another name because, uh, yeah, because I can see Von. What is it, Von Wagner? Wagner being a name that's highlighted for fucking Good Morning America coming on right now. He's uh, he's Kyle O'Reilly's buddy. Kyle O'Reilly, maybe I could see that, but he's gonna be the he's I, he's like. I'm pretty sure he's going to be, he's, I want to say TNA because that's, I he's feel like been, that's uh, NXT. He's going to be the Cubs for NXT. He's going to be that lovable loser. You get right there, Kyle, but you're just not good enough to win because Vince just don't think you got it. But you put on hella good matches. He's the lost fucking undisputed guy. Rick, Ricky the Dragon's who he is, well, basically. He puts on behind. great matches, but he ain't never going to win no title. They had a match against uh, Ridge Holland and uh, no, Pete Dunne. Um, what's his name in charge of the Diamond Mine? Rod, Roddy Strong. Roddy Strong. Oh, yeah, that was Roddy with. Which uh, Ivy Ivy Nile had her first match too. She looked pretty good. Ivy Nile. I mean, she she got she got a jobber, but she still looked good. Wait, I can't say jobber, can I? God damn it, WWE. <laughs> that's, on the, that's on the band. Fuck list. yeah, you can. You're too much of a smart mark to use jobber. You are, yeah. I can use it. You can't. <laughs> I don't call oh. them jobbers anyway. I call them jabronis. Oh, okay. Um, Jabrons. The old Jabrons. Going, going back to another name. Uh, we got a uh, debut promo from uh, Sefa Fato, who's now solo Sequoia. Sequoia? Sequoia? Yeah, Soika. Soika. There you go. And he was, he was abandoned on the streets when he was 15 years old. He's been the street fighting champion for years. That's that's the Uso's brother, right? Yeah. It's the little Uso. The loose. Rikishi left him on the fucking sidewalk at 15. And he's been fighting on the streets ever since. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so now, now you're gonna put it him against the other Samoan, the Zion Quinn. The Samoan that's not related. Yeah. Yep. So it's the new Roman the one, Reigns versus the one, Samoa Joe. The one whose wife is dropping sweet albums with the inspiration. So <laughs> it's Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns all over again. I'm a part of the bloodline, and you're not Joe. <laughs> Except they don't let Joe wrestle, right? We haven't seen Samoa Joe since NXT 2.0 started. Yeah. Hmm. I think he's behind the scenes working though. No, nah, I think he's sitting at home waiting out that three or four year contract he just signed because Vince McMahon don't want it. The main thing that no, happened. I'm pretty sure he's like fucking hands on with like development of the new brand. Wasting the last six or seven years of his career away to when AEW or someone picks him up, he'll have maybe two matches left in him. I don't know if he's got anything left in him anymore. He's I, fragile. I think he does. 
And I think they're just not utilizing. Like, well, I know like, the man. Like, like fucking Brian Danielson didn't have no more left in the tank. Yeah, either, but like that was a that was hard. Uh, that took a toll. It's not worth it. He didn't have nothing left anymore either, did he? Look at him now. <laughs> look at him now. He didn't have yeah, so much broken. left in him. Oh yeah, he looked fucking broken to me. He looks like he's kicking ass. That's <laughs> a bro- like if that's broken, fuck up. he's getting his ass kicked, but kicking ass at the same that's time. It, but that's original him though. Yeah, getting the fucking blood splot out of his fucking forehead every other night of the week. That's him. He likes doing that shit. He's a sick motherfucker, man. He really is. Like he didn't like his time in WWE that much, I don't think, because he didn't get busted open and he didn't taste blood. He, he didn't come have, out and said how much he well, loves him, him and Menorah. Oh, I'm sure he did. He loves that check, and he and, might need one again. Him someday. and Vince was like well, him and Menorah Suzuki deep, last night. Deep down inside, I don't think he really liked that shit that much. He likes having the blood come out of his chest from being chopped like that. He likes <laughs> he eats that shit up, man. He didn't get that in WWE. Well, Look, he got his fucking cheek busted open last night. Old against, school mean cage, bro. Against Suzuki. Yeah, he did. I seen that uh, picture of him today. He had a fucking big old, and he's wrestling tonight. So yeah, he goes against Bobby Fish. Mm. But uh, the main thing that happened on NXT this week, we had a cash in Money in the Bank style. Uh, Carmelo Hayes won the breakout tournament, so he got a title shot that he could use. Oh yeah, I forgot they made a Money in the Bank for NXT now too. Duh. And uh, the main event of the show was Santos Escobar against Swerve for the NXT North American title. Um, Swerve ended up retaining, but uh, Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes came out to help uh, stop Legato, or Legato Del Fantasma from coming to the ring because they took out Hit Row earlier in the show, and they got in the ring to celebrate. And, of course, as soon as they got in the ring, I'm like, He's cashing in that contract. He fucking clotheslines, swerve, and... Hit Row's going to the main roster, right? You're going to go yeah. to the main roster and get split apart. Yeah, they were drafted. They're going to get drafted and get split apart because the chick can't wrestle. So now Carmelo Hayes is the brand new North American champion. The the, the one dude's going to be the one who takes all the bumps. And then the big giant dude... And top top dollar? Him and fucking uh, the, the one dude who just lost the title. Uh, swerve. Swerve. They're going to be Kevin Nash, Shawn Michaels. And then the one dude's gonna, the one dude's gonna end up being JTG, just taking bumps <laughs> Sha- for the crew till he just he's gonna disappear, and then she's gonna turn on the group or something, and she's gonna be her own thing, and she's gonna wrestle beyond. Does the anybody belly. else think she's like a she's knockoff Jade Cargill? Yes, <laughs> but she's gonna disappear. Them two will disappear, and then the only two left will be Top Dollar and the other old boy, and. And Isaiah then, and then, Swerve Scott. Then they'll break them apart because they're gonna see something in Top Dollar. He could be like a monster, pal. <laughs> well, top top dollar was on the uh, treasure show. He was the one, he, he did he was the, yeah. the one that was going around with the people. Yeah, that where they already knew where the shit was. They just had to go act like they were buying it. Yeah, but then they didn't. He didn't make them pay top dollar for yeah. any of the stuff they got though. <laughs> God damn it! No top dollar for top dollar. Be like, hey, I got. I got this thing that's worth like ten grand, but if you want to come hang out and watch a movie that with show, me, I'll let you have it. That show was incredibly lame and incredibly scripted, and it made me sad every time I watched it. <laughs> I watched like the first episode. Got this from Bargain Basement Prices from Top Dollar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now, uh, just run down the card that we have. Uh, they are doing Halloween Havoc two weeks from now, uh, October 26th. This is not Halloween Havoc now because Vince McMahon's in charge of it. Though. Well, no, they're still calling it NXT Halloween Havoc. No, yeah, I get it. It's the husk of Halloween Havoc. 
It already was the husk of Halloween Havoc when it was in NXT. It still had more of a feel to it when Triple H and Sean was in charge of it. So until I... You know I, I had more I'll, of a feel to it with Halloween Havoc? The fucking Halloween Havoc in like 96 and shit. I'll when hold, the fucking Halloween Havoc was Halloween I'll hold Havoc. off until I see next week when we show up and it's just a laser light Halloween Havoc background and there's no set pieces and all the cool <laughs> shit that they used to do on the other NXT. But if all that shit's there, I'll, I'll there still be cool. fucking set pieces were not no, that we cool. Still, we still they got, used the original Halloween Havoc shit. We still got They did not. We still got a fucking tiny version of what well, they we fucking still did have on the goblin with the fucking pumpkin and all that shit. They did that. Yeah, the there was like like fucking ten of those fucking things on a fucking. It was huge. It was I a just big fucking there being deal. One giant one. No, there was that was like on one side of the ring and shit. You go play revenge again, dog. Fucking no that game, shit's homie. on there. I watched and fucking, the fucking Halloween Havoc on the motherfucking. It was like coming out of a fucking WWE haunted Network. house and shit. Shit on each side of the shit. Shit coming up over the fucking thing. I just remember them having the giant pumpkin. NXT the was a cool. tiny little fucking version of that. The husk of its former self. Yeah, you twist on my words, son. Well, you do have a th- fatal three-way tag team match for the women's championships, the tag titles. Championships. That's right. I hate this three-way title shit. You have toxic. Three, wait, three-way tag team championship match? A fatal, a, yeah, a fatal three-way. Fatal three-way. So three tag teams. Tag team tornado is what oh. I call that. I thought it was three. But I'm from the 90s. What the fuck do I know? Tornado. <laughs> tag team tornado is what that was originally called when there was three tag teams at one time. Yeah, yeah. and they all got eliminated at the same time. Yeah, no, that was, that. they would three, do. A three-way Texas tornado tag match. They would just do elimination that way. One Team would get pinned, they would be eliminated, and then it would go to two teams, and then the winner from there. They probably won't do that shit now because that takes too long, and that's how they would eat up a good probably 40 minutes of the of a Monday Night Raw by having that. There was also something that the New Age Outlaws did one time where whoever won the match got the pin, and when you're in a tag team tornado match, anybody can be tagged in at any time. So Billy Gunn and Road Dog were both tagged in at the same time. You're about to see Billy Gunn, by the way. And Billy Gunn... Uh, or Road Dog pinned Billy Gunn, and then they won the titles back that way. The New Age Outlaws pinned the New Age Outlaws and won. They didn't have to wrestle in this big <laughs> eight-way match that they were having. What the fuck happened to Terry Funk? I think his kidney got beat on, homie. That's from the fucking... The, at WrestleMania 14, they had a dumpster match. Wow, well, when they went off the side? He's Chainsaw Charlie, not Terry Funk, by the way. Oh. Get it right. Well, back to the <laughs> three-way match. I've never seen Terry Funk before. You have Toxic Attraction. He has a shirt on that says Funk You. It's because Chainsaw Charlie went to Funk You. It's not Terry Funk. He yeah, even, early, he even just said Chainsaw Charlie. Yeah, get, earlier, it, get it right, man. Earlier when you guys went outside and I could still hear what was going on, it's it's Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie. I'm saying, son, it ain't Terry Funk. That's but the, it, he has a Terry the, Funk shirt on. The match, you got, <laughs> you got Toxic Attraction. So Mandy Rose's faction, the other two, JC Jane and Gigi Dolan. GG. And then you got Indy Hartwell and her brand new tag team partner since uh, Candice LeRae is pregnant. Yeah, I don't. But her uh, name is. Uh, is she not a, are they not a part of the way then? Who? Is that storyline done with her in the way or is she still with those guys because he tried to break up their who's wedding? That, well, who's the one with. Uh, I was so confused by that whole storyline. Who, who's the one with Shotzi Blackheart? Tegan Knox. They were already oh. split. They were already split up. Tegan. She was with Indy Hartwell for Te- some reason. Tegan, it was drafted to Raw. And Shotzi was drafted to SmackDown. Good. It's confusing because the whole way storyline got screwed up because the the wife got pregnant. But then he still tried and to keep her and Dexter Loomis from consummating the marriage. You haven't seen Johnny since then. Right. And he took down all of his NXT stuff off of his uh, accounts. So don't know how much longer Johnny Gargano is going to be with WWE. Interesting. They were in the job squad for like a week, by the way. 
I know this is like re- pr- like a week before fucking joining DX, right? Yeah. But I, lo- uh, I love the fucking Indy, old Indy Hartwell ones. has a new tag team partner that they just threw with her. I still think they're the best tag team. And uh, her name is Persia Parada. So they are in the match, and then they're Persia. going to they're going against the tag team champions Parada. of Io Shirai and Zoe Stark. I think though, I think what's going to happen is everybody like. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez, I think she's going to lose to the main roster. I think Io Shirai and the other chick you were just talking about are both going to go to the main roster. They don't have don't, any women on the main roster. Zo- I don't think Zoe's quite ready for the main roster no, yet. No, they don't have any women. They don't have enough women on the main roster right now because they've let so many go that I think there'll be a few fast tracks and a few that have been on NXT for a while, like an Io Shirai. Who did they let go, women-wise? Just the Iconics, right? Uh, I was just throughout the whole entire process of getting rid of a bunch of people. They've just, I mean, the only people they got on the fucking main roster are fucking. Well, Mickey James was technically part oh, of yeah. those cuts too. Charlotte, uh, Santana, Sasha, Santana Garrett, Bianca, Naomi, Na- Naomi, Natalia, which they're just now letting Naomi get back in the ring. Natalia, um, what's her name? That's a UFC chick, Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler. You have Zelina Vega. You have Carmella. Zelina Vega and Carmella. That's, That's eight. Yeah. That's which, a lot of fucking which, women. Which show are you talking about? Between two shows. And then I guess you got Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart. That's Rhea, nine. You have Rhea Ripley, Nikki A.S.H. They're, but I'm saying they don't have enough women for to, to not have them have different matches every week. They're all wrestling the same exact yeah. person yeah. every single fucking well, day. Yeah. They, have, nothing's changing. Have they do, have to have more female have wrestlers drop. to bring up. That, I'm not counting them people right there. The, the, the gimmick, the gimmick. She's injured, uh, man. She's yeah, been gone. Bailey's out for nine to twelve months. She, hmm. she is it M M C L or, or A C L. She tore something. I'm not sure what she out. did. Um, but they need more competition for that main roster, especially with their women's revolution that they're not pushing. With their fucking two and three. Which when matches. we get when we get to the WWE part, that was part of the things no, I was going to bring up. No, upset about the me cleans. too. That's fucking bullshit. Well, well, no, when we get to the draft because. We since we didn't have a show last week since we did the draft or the Rushmore were actually a week behind so the draft results I don't understand how SmackDown's supposed to make the show interesting with the fucking roster they have it doesn't make sense anyway <laughs> the whole draft doesn't like because the only thing that's interesting on SmackDown anyways Roman Reigns always has been but they literally have nobody to throw against him besides Drew McIntyre or Sheamus that's like the only other top two guys pretty much on that goddamn roster now. Ain't Kevin Owens on there? No, he went to Raw. Hmm. Like, literally everybody went to Raw. Like, they're like, oh, SmackDown's fine, so now we got to rebuild Raw. <laughs> All right, back to uh, Halloween Havoc. Uh, you have a NXT Women's Championship match between Raquel Gonzalez and Mandy Rose. So good old Toxic Attraction could leave Halloween Havoc with all the women's titles in NXT, which is what they've been talking about since the Toxic Attraction. Oh, you mean they, they be- haven't they haven't people. they haven't put a paper bag over anybody's head yet? Beautiful people, PG. <laughs> they ain't PG, dog. They said fuck four times. No, oh that was God. that was Chase Andre or four Andre times. Chase. Four times. Mandy Rose probably gonna win because she's gonna be getting her titties out in mud matches. Nah. Next. They ain't going back that far back into the deep <laughs> deep well. She has been wearing lingerie pretty much or lingerie tops, like halter tops and shit to the ring for the most part. Yeah, they're not gonna go back to no brawn panty matches or nothing like that. And then you have the NXT championship match between Tomasa Champa and Braun Breaker. They ain't gonna be wrestling and pudding no more. 
Um, why can't we wrestle in pudding? Men, they probably let do it, but the women ain't going to be doing that shit. <laughs> They're just not. Now, is it pudding with a G, or do we drop the P off? Is it pudding pudding? pudding? Vince McMahon don't like southern accents. So, it's no. not. You have to have the G. Hard G, pal. Nope. Pudding. Nope, we're going with pudding. Enunciate. <laughs> Pronouns, pal. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 All right, we are to uh, WWE now. Old school outlaws were the <laughs> shit, man. And I just paraphrased it for the two weeks because they're building towards Crown Jewel putting, at 9 o'clock in the morning putting, on Thursday. Putting me to sleep is what they're doing. But uh, how we were talking about the draft, my rant for WWE, this is <laughs> fucking pissing me off. It's, it doesn't make sense. The whole thing's stupid. So just give me a second so I can fucking find it. Or did I already delete it because it pissed me off? Oh, there. Crotch. Ooh. I may have already deleted it because it pissed me off. <laughs> like a Billy Gunn with crotch He's, chopping. He always has been angry with all his gestures. And let me tell you something. If Billy Gunn's angry towards you, let him be angry. And you don't <laughs> and not, you don't say nothing back. He That's a fucking man, bro. <laughs> he's, like, he's like deceptively tall. Most people don't know he's like 6'8". Yeah, he's a big motherfucker. He's just a solid cat, too. Like, he still looks like that right now with a little bit older face. All right, here's the SmackDown men's roster. You have Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, Happy Corbin, Kofi and Xavier. You have uh, Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss. Big E's not in the New Day anymore. You have... He's affiliated. You have uh, Hit Row. Jeff Hardy, the Usos, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Rick Boogs. You have Sheamus. You have the Viking Raiders. You have Ricochet. You have Humberto uh, uh, Carrillo and Angel Garza. You have Cesaro, Ridge Holland, Sami Zayn, Drew Gulag, Mace, Mustafa Ali, Mansoor, uh, Jinder Mahal, and Shanky. That is the men's roster for SmackDown. Sounds like it's Cesaro's time. It's Big E and the New Day now, by the way. <laughs> That's how they're introduced. And then even I mean, and then you if you run down the women's roster, they have ten they have ten female wrestlers. You have Charlotte, B Fab, Naomi, Sasha, Shayna, Zia Lee, Aaliyah, Tony Storm, Shotzi Blackheart, and Natalia. Sounds like Tony Storm needs to step up. Yeah, and they had her get squashed in fucking 45 seconds in the Queen's Crown Tournament <laughs> to Zelina Vega. But it's the first ever woman's Queen of the Ring. Sad. And they've had five mat or they've had like five matches that have lasted 10 minutes tops. I don't even think they've done that. It was like three minutes, I thought. Like they're being, only being getting like three, three to four minutes. To like I'm, like I'm saying, all the matches they've had so far, most are of, like ten minutes. Are like ten minutes total. Most of the women's matches have had like been five matches, back, unless it's like the other night when they needed ratings and they gave them twenty five fucking minutes. Other than that, it's been pretty well fucking three to five so, minute matches. Tell, so, get all your shit in and, and somehow tell a story in that small amount of time. Zelina Vega beat Tony. Bullshit. Beat Tony Storm. Carmella beat whoever the fuck she went against. They're shitting on the women. Whoever what, the fuck she went against. They're mean. shitting on the women secretly, basically. Then Zelina Vega ended up beating Carmella on last night's SmackDown. So she's the SmackDown winner of Bracket. And then you got Shayna Baszler and 
it's either like Natalia or Dewdrop on the other side. I mean, Shane is going to win that side. I mean, is, I picked, uh, as soon as I saw the bracket, I picked Shayna to win it all anyway. Did Kinda Becky makes go sen- to Raw? Yeah. Yeah, the SmackDown Women's Champion was drafted to Raw, and the Raw Women's Champion was drafted to SmackDown. And you also don't get to see her and Bianca wrestle now after she squashed Bianca just in like 10 belts seconds. Now? No, no, you do. Uh, Crown Jewel, uh, it's Sasha, Bianca, and Becky in a triple threat match for the SmackDown Championship. No, it should be Bianca, be Bianca versus Sasha because that's what happened. She came out and got screwed over and lost in like two <laughs> seconds. So now and you're going to B- put a third person but, in there for no reason? But uh, Bianca gets a it's shot stupid. at Charlotte. Monday night on Raw for the Women's Raw Championship. So Bianca could walk into Crown Jewel as the Raw Women's Champion and come out Bianca two as belts. both. Yeah. I don't think they'll do that. I think they did that with Becky Lynch already. And if they do do that again, it will be to... It's big time Bex. Unify... The title belts instead of having turn on some R- R- Royal Rumbles. Get me excited about a Royal Rumble. I, I was well, thinking yeah. about that earlier. There's not one I've seen that wouldn't excite me at this because, point. Because right uh, we're going. I would rather watch WrestleMania. Well, WrestleMania is not coming to St. Louis. The Royal Rumble's coming to St. Louis. So you trying to put on COVID WrestleMania? No, I'm trying to get over. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to navigate the there. cock. Yeah, to the season. <laughs> All right, but go, yeah, going into the draft, pretty much whoever I didn't name for SmackDown went to Raw because I don't want to run down that list because I already canceled <laughs> it out on my phone. Like K, like KO, uh, Finn Balor, Big E, um, Lashley is still there, AJ is still there, Rollins and Edge went to. Jeez, they're just packing them into Raw. Trying um, to. Trying to salvage what's left of the sinking ship. I was going to say, Becky went to Raw. So, um, they are doing the King of the Ring tournament right now, too. Which, Finn Balor. Oh, hey, Finn, you can't beat Roman, but we might give you the King of the Ring. You can be King Balor and be a bad guy like (laughs) Corbin was for the next six months. You'll be King Prince. Get it? (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Well, he is in the, he, he, he has made it to the finals. <laughs> yeah, you know what's going to happen? From the prince to the king. <laughs> and they're going to give him a court and shit, and he's going to be the demon king. You graduated. Maybe you can beat him as the king instead of the demon. He's going to come out wearing a stupid crown in a suit every week. <laughs> he oh he ended up uh, beating Sami Zayn to go to the final. Uh, Xavier Woods and Jinder Mahal are the other semifinal match that happens oh on Raw this God. week. Okay. You want what? Okay. So, that just works. Doritos for dinner? Burritos. Oh, oh dude, burritos are awesome. <laughs> no, that means I'm going to have to go to the store and make all that shit tonight after we get done doing this. You making burritos, dog? I'm going to have to now. Can, can I get one? No. Can I get one? <laughs> <laughs> hey, if, if Shauna's there, she might still give you a cookie. What time is it? Big. <laughs> <laughs> The disappointing part, they did not have weed in them. <laughs> I heard. Oh, my gosh. All right. <sighs> so, uh, we uh, actually have Crown Jewel. Like I said, I paraphrased WWE for the last two weeks because all they've been doing is building Crown Jewel. They haven't done anything since WrestleMania. What do you mean? They didn't do anything at WrestleMania either. <laughs> all they've done is shit on all their poor wrestlers and make their storylines worse. So I'd rather uh, listen to Reba McIntyre. I think my wrestling fandom died with Drew McIntyre's spirit. 
when he came out and was talking about the sword being a part of the Loch Ness Monster's Tooth and all, that's what killed it for me. I thought, oh no, here we go again. <laughs> and that's what we're back to. I just, it's so fucking ridiculous and sad, and, and I just... I don't, man. Quit with that shit. I got to get humped about it. You're going to ruin a you fucking mean, lifetime experience for me. You got to get Once pumped in a about lifetime. it, bud. Pumped, I know. Pumped about it. I'm going to be fucking holding the WWE bandwagon because fucking. I got it. I mean, we're going to the Rumble and that's cool. I'm stoked. You don't about ruin it. it for me. I can't. I will a little bit, but I can't not try to not ruin so it. We've for been you. talking about going to a major pay per view our entire fucking right, lives. Right. I'm super stoked about it, but at the same time, I'm not. Because. You just it's, stop right there. It's like I said. You're putting that bad WWE. On it. I hate it. But I love it. You're putting that bad juju. I love it, but I don't like it. (laughs) Does that make sense? I could watch it and fast forward next day. You can't the Royal Rumble. We ain't gonna be able to fast forward because we're gonna be there live. But it's the Rumble, dog. Jim Cornette wanna be. It does look old, Jim Cornette. Uh, Just it's so. What's Reba McIntyre doing? Singing "America the Beautiful," dog. Come on, look at that guy in his America shirt. It's WrestleMania. Fucking A. (laughs) Better than anything WWE's doing right now. Look at that hair, too. Singing America the Beautiful. Which, which, Uh, speaking of Reba McIntyre, she will be at the Peoria Civic Civic Center. Center. She's got, like, tiny dancer. And look at the belt buckle she's got. Look at that belt buckle. You missed it. (laughs) Shit was bitching. Pre-COVID, right before all that shit happened. Yeah, it's definitely pre-COVID. Well, no, I'm saying it. (laughs) It's like 94. I took took my wife and my mom to uh, the State Fair to see Reba for... Mother's Day and Ashley's birthday. Ninety ninety one, I think, is when this was WrestleMania nine or eight. <laughs> and then you got Cole. Cole took his old lady too, and he's texting me from the other side of the fucking thing. Just a bunch of bullshit. I mean, it's I can't. I don't want to say what he was texting me, but it was hilarious. So okay, we'll go into Crown Jewel. Uh, you got to throw the two Middle this is Eastern guys. I'm excited about. They've got a pretty stacked card. Because they threw the two Middle Eastern guys against each other. Uh, no, fucking, that all, shit. Uh, fucking, uh, uh, where are they going to? Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Basically, the Saudis bought WrestleMania. <laughs> what they well, did. I'm going to start. It's the, a WrestleMania card. It I'm, really is. I'm going to start at the bottom of the card. That means nothing. You got man, a lot of money. You got Mansoor. Gold bars. No. Gold bars. You got Mansoor versus Mustafa Ali. No, put me asleep. And dude, Mansoor always delivers it. He wins That's every it. time they go there. I don't I think know. I've seen him lose one time. That in the match other with Cesaro was the shit. Right, he's gonna win. It's their country. <laughs> well, you don't have to give predictions yet because no, I'm doing it right now. Oh, actually, we do have to do predictions because the next show won't be until afterwards. I'm yeah. predicting it right now as we go. So Mansoor, time you call it out. Yeah, no, yeah. He has to. The prince bought him in gold. Mustafa Ali still got the stink of the internet and the fucking other shit on him. He ain't winning a match for the next two years. <laughs> You got the finals of the King of the Ring tournament, which we don't. It's either Jinder Mahal or Kofi Kingston on the other side against Finn Balor. It'll be probably Jinder Mahal versus Finn Balor because Kofi Kingston Wait, and Finn is, Balor. Is Jinder on Raw? Did I say Kofi Kingston? Yes. I meant Xavier Woods. It'll probably be Jinder Mahal. Is Jinder Mahal? If it was Kofi Raw? Kingston, yes, I could see that. But no, no, he went to SmackDown. They, I was gonna say he he's everybody they sleeps split on up, him a lot. That's but why I think they split he, up his group though, like. Him and one of his lackeys. Shanky. One one of him and his lackeys went to SmackDown, but the other one stayed on Raw. Yeah, they could let Roman um, Reigns beat him up for a couple months. I think they already did that, and that'd make Roman Reigns a, a non-heel, and they they don't want that. So yeah, yeah. they're trying to push gender as a heel. Yeah, of course they are. Fucking. <laughs> he, he tried to steal. He tried to steal the he, sword made from the tooth of the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> he, he, he could potentially win the King of the Ring. I could see them doing that route. If they don't let Balor win, he'd be an Indian 
whatever the king equivalent to a king and is. And give him something to do for the next year, some sort of a heel run. Because, uh, you know, Balor's <laughs> always going to have something to do, so it would get him on TV. Which I did read a report. A or two, I guess. I did read a report by the end of next year there's supposed to be big things happening for Finn. So, <clears throat> yeah, so he's going to get out of contract somehow and go to another company. He's probably going to win the Royal so, Rumble. So he's going to... That would be fucking awesome. Yeah, if we're there and he wins the Royal Rumble, I'll mark out. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not going to hold that shit in reserve because it's Finn Balor and not death will do that. So they're going to let me in the door if I try to wear my Bullet Club jacket? They might not. Not on TV. They're definitely not going to put you on TV. I don't want to be on TV. <laughs> my, my Bullet Club jacket's better than yours. Probably. I think we're going to have to make a High Spots and Kickouts fucking sign to hold up. Hashtag High Spots and Kickouts. It, <laughs> it, well, if we're someplace where a camera might hit, then sure. But right. if we're, we're on a side that definitely the camera ain't hitting, it'd be a waste of your time. They might not let you do that. They might because you're trying to promote. So you just bring a marker and have one of the sides be blank and draw it when you get to your seat. Well, maybe. We can do that. Checking pockets because when we went to the AEW show, they made everybody pull everything tuck, out of their pockets. Check it under your nutsack. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're going into. Uh, now Takes we're like, going. I got to go to the bathroom right as soon as we get there. Yep, nope. Now we're, now we're going into ready to rumble. You boys know what to do. <laughs> And what's this? That's my boss. I hope, <laughs> I hope your diddly turns black and falls in the cracker. <laughs> my dad says pookins for pussies. <laughs> oh, the humanity. Get off the phone, you fucking pussy. Oh, look at that grill. <laughs> but no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How about you go get my beer, you fucking morons. <laughs> Big on. Big on. Butterfinger. <laughs> All right, we've, we've talked about ready to rumble. <laughs> I think it's funny when uh, they wreck the truck and they're sitting there and they're crying and shit. Like, damn, Jimmy King, stupid fucking uh, allergies. And he's like, stupid hey, allergies. And he's like, you know, don't, it, it kind of smells like French toast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, don't, 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 don't you do it. What? I wouldn't do it. Friends don't do it to each other. Oh, if you man. do it tonight, Jimmy King's going to get hurt. It jams his finger so far up his asshole. He gives that fruity to that dude. And he's like, I drank most of it. Once I got to the bottom, the butt juice was just so bad that I couldn't handle it anymore. Yeah, I, like, I will get you a new one ASAP. I just, I just struggle through most of the butt juice. <laughs> I will get you a new one ASAP. Uh. <laughs> Into that movie, they got the hot tub in the back of the Jeep, which makes no sense. <laughs> Salmandini, one want wrestle? wrestle. <laughs> he tells that he's like, I'm, I'm crapping tapioca. I feel yeah. great. <laughs> what does he say? I feel like a kid again. I feel like a kid again. <laughs> he fucking has that butterfinger and fucking day. He takes it and just throws oh. it. He's like, that's for Sal, baby. <laughs> he broke my butterfinger, baby. <laughs> Let's go get Sal a butterfinger. <laughs> oh, can I have one too? <laughs> no, you're in training. <laughs> You know what the best part of that movie is? Every part of it. Me and Gene partying with the bitches uh, at that, the party. And whenever he asks <laughs> yeah. Jimmy King if he's something about having not do, have, do women find me sexy? And he's like, I, I think I, you're I, sexy. Yeah, I think you're sexy, Mean <laughs> Gene. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> and then he falls down the fucking sewer train. <laughs> but, but what's the old boy say? He goes. Funny thing is, he didn't want to come out. <laughs> well, we found him. Funny thing is, he didn't want to come out. I just about spit beer Jimmy on my King fucking computer. He's the best wrestler. <laughs> he's, he's the, the bestler. Better than all the wrestler. 
That's all we got. It's He's got plans. The next. The, <laughs> the, the, whoop your ass. The, the very next. Uh, <laughs> That's all we got. It's kind of working. The, ne- the next time we have to uh, do two shows back to back, we're just going to do a watch along to uh, Royal Rumble. <laughs> or Ready to Rumble. Fucking I'm down. I love that movie, dude. It's I on HBO it. Max. I love every bit of it. And I think they took it off. Didn't they? Yeah. This is twisted. All right. Uh, the Queen's Crown Finals. Uh, you got Zelina Vega on the one side, and you'll probably have Shayna Baszler on the other side. So I'm my choice would be the Queen of Spades walking out as the Queen's Crown Champion. Hmm. So hmm. I don't, I don't even guess I care. She's the already got two minute bullshit. She's already got the moniker. Yeah, they've already told you. WWE's already told you they don't care. So why should I care? You got to walk. You got to be like this. Is the King of the Ring qualifier matches any better? Yeah. They're more than yeah. two and three minute matches. They're about eight that. to ten minutes. Oh, tell a story. Diamond upside down is a pussy. Right. WWE upside down is <laughs> <as> a pussy. <laughs> All right. Uh, you have RK Bro and a rematch against Omos and AJ Styles uh, for I, the tag team championships. I think Randy Orton's turning on Matt or- Riddle and leaving him to wrestle them motherfuckers by himself. They're going to lose the titles back to AJ and Omos. And is he rocking the mustache too right Matt now? Matt Riddle versus fucking what, AJ Styles. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, Randy Orton. Is he? Mm-hmm. I think he is. Trying to steal my fucking style. <laughs> Stealing your gimmick, dude, like Undertaker stole mine back in the day. Yeah, that's right. John Cena stole the whole. American badass. Yeah, John Cena definitely stole my gimmick. <laughs> so I I uh, ordered Ashley an arcade bro shirt when I ordered my last round of shirts. Still haven't got it yet? They canceled it. Good. Really? It's because it's yeah. not going to be a thing anymore. They're going to break them up in the next paper. They're like, oh, it wasn't available. Randy Orton's going to hear voices in his head and hit him with an RKO, and they're going to hit him with an RK bro, and then they're going to lose the title match to AJ and Omos. Watch. They were talking so, about breaking so AJ they, and Omos up, and somebody talked him out of it and said they Omos ain't ready. I, well, he ain't I'm, never going to be ready even when AJ I'm pretty it. sure Orton's the one that told him that Omos isn't ready. It could be 20 oh. years, and Omos ain't going to be ready, dude. <laughs> I love watching his matches. I can call him if, before they even happen. He's, There's like four moves, and that's all he does. Yeah, he's stiff and like a motherfucker, man. <laughs> John Coffey, but not spelled the same. And then you have probably the best match of the night. You have Edge versus Seth Rollins in a Hell in a Cell match. Uh, Don't you... On you got Monday, Edge, Edge and Seth Rollins one more motherfucking on a, time. On a Monday Night Raw? No, at Crown Jewel. Oh. <laughs> I forgot where we were talking Crown Jewel and shit. That's well, that's because we got distracted by Ready to Rumble. <laughs> no, I just it's the, it's just because I don't care. <laughs> uh, I would say Edge is probably going to win just because it's in Saudi Arabia and. Wait a sec, isn't Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns facing each other, and you're going to call that the best match on the card? You really think Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar is going to be the best match on the fucking, fucking guard? A, have you seen them wrestle? It's fucking Titans colliding. They're fucking just both depends. Put on the fucking depends because you if you got if you got um, Finn Balor wrestling on the card anywhere, he's a show stealer. Well, he's uh, in the final of the King of the Ring, right? So that could end up potentially being the best match of the night, no matter who's. You just in the let ring. me be my mark um, for Seth Rollins. <laughs> if I'm if I'm picking one match to watch though off that card, it's probably going to be Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar though. I, I've, I, I've, as much I've, uh, as I love Edge, I don't like Seth Rollins. I can't. Do you know Seth Rollins was in Wrestling Society X? Uh, Tyler Black. I've embraced the vision. No, but I believe it. He's my. He he can be my. Well, when he goes he's back a, to Monday Night Raw next week, he'll be my Monday Night Messiah again. He's a CrossFit <laughs> cat, right? Uh-huh. So like, it makes sense. Those dudes are all like the hoppy, jumpy, fucking like train yourself, like uh, dudes who wrestled on trampolines and shit. Kind of like. The people that are doing it now, like they're all yeah, a little bit. 
They're all top stars now, kind of. Some of them are. Yeah, a fair amount of Unless them. Unless your there. name's Teddy Hart. Right. He's got a lot of highlights on the internet from cool shit he did, though. You got uh, the next match, Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg in an ODQ match. Which they let Lashley say kill on Raw. I thought that was a word you couldn't say. Goldberg's been telling him he's going to kill him for like well, the last no, Lash- three weeks. Lashley said kill. Right, but Goldberg said it first. Oh, okay, that's fine. Next match, you got Big E versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Who do you think is going to win, Lashley or Goldberg? Don't care. Don't, don't care. I think, I think Goldberg destroys him. I think Goldberg's going to win because it's Saudi Arabia and nothing matters. And the Saudis, whoever, they, they're going to give Vince a card and they're going to say, these are the guys we want to win. And outside of major championships, those are probably the guys that are going to win. Why that gold bar? Yep, Goldberg can win. Exactly. It's 1998 in this bitch. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's how they feel. What do you mean? They're just now watching Raw from 98. That's why Goldberg's <laughs> such a big deal over there. Now I got to go back to my movie they, nerdness. They just uh, got the cock. Uh no, how you said nineteen ninety eight or whatever, you gotta go to Euro Trip where they get they go to Bravislata or whatever and it's like, you know, Miami Vice, best show on TV right now. It's like two thousand two. It's just not getting broadcasted over there. They probably ain't been allowed to watch it till just now. Like the technology to keep up. Like he said No, just the rules. You can't watch that shit. I'm pretty sure I entertain Dick most days just between my movie quotes and smart ass himself. You said something to a, to a customer in the fucking frozen aisle, too. <laughs> like, he was she, like, oh, it's over there. And uh, she, like, started walking over there. <laughs> he says, why can't people follow directions? <laughs> like, real fucking, like, I heard him. I thought yeah. the customer had you know, this heard lady him, but she kind of walked off. I was in Havana County Market this morning, and it just reassured me that people from Havana are just fucking stupid. <laughs> and this gal is getting 24 packs of Pepsi or whatever. And she needed a cherry. I still, she, I still think half the people in this town bathe in soda. She was getting a cherry one, right? So there was one, two, three, four Pepsi, two slots where there was nothing, and then one, two, three cherry. She walks over to get a cherry, stops what she's doing, walks over to a Pepsi, grabs it, shoves it sideways, and then walks over and grabs a cherry and walks away with it right in front of me. <laughs> she's probably being hateful, like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do your job. Let's go together. <laughs> no, she like took it and literally like just like she walked over to the Pepsi, grabbed it and like fucking shoved it and then walked back over. Like she was going to get a cherry, put her hand on it, stopped, walked over, took a Pepsi, dislodged it. Like I have to dislodge this real quick and then walked back over and got a cherry and walked away. Like she had to go over here and move this shit out of space because it was all in a straight line and she had to walk over and move it out of space. Like had to be done. Like it had to be and didn't buy it. Like she bought cherry. It didn't make any fucking sense. And then she didn't put the shit back after she moved it. So I only imagine what her fucking house looks like. <laughs> when you when you touch something in a grocery store, you never put it back. That's just a, it. You, you're getting it's cherry. Also, one of the best parts is when you do your walk in the morning, and you get to like certain areas, and like they left something. It's like so oh, there was there was like definitely a choice made. So instead of like <laughs> yeah. buying something that's essential, they went for like this, a pizza. This wasn't a choice. <laughs> this was she made her choice, then walked over like to fuck something up just for a good time, and, and then left mile. it. Yeah. I wanted to just drop kick the fuck out of her, and you can't do that shit because it's not right. <laughs> it should be right. The fuck you mean? You're too stupid to figure hey, out how to get that I off mean, the shelf. You you can do it in another county market. No, no my policy do, is just don't do it in mine because I don't want to do the paperwork. If you can't figure out how the fuck to get it, you probably don't need it. <laughs> I think she's just trying to show you how to do your job. No, she fucked my shelf up and I had to fix it. That's the difference. <laughs> she didn't like the way you're doing it. I hadn't even made it to the shelf to fucking fill it yet. Yeah, maybe that's the problem. No. 
wasn't the problem. <laughs> the problem was she had to have things out of order because that's how her life is. You want to know the, the, the other problem? No such thing as a straight line in some people's lives. You know what the other problem is? We got big time Bex, Sasha Banks, and Bianca Belair for the SmackDown <laughs> Women's Championship. The hell is that going? all right, man. Uh, I don't know if it's a problem or not. Well, it could be. I think that probably uh, whoever's holding the title right now will retain. Bam, Becky Be- Lynch. Becky. Yeah. So they'll just have Charlotte and Becky switch titles. Basically. <laughs> and or the Raw Women's they, Championship. They had, SmackDown. They the had SmackDown's the, champion will be on Raw and it'll make no fucking they, sense. They had, the, they had the New Day and the use, or the New Day and the Street Profits last year just you, trade titles because you know they I would drafted do? to other shows. I would straight Filthy Animal style do it and I would have fucking Becky show up on SmackDown and take the fucking Raw Women's title and look at it and have the SmackDown Women's title and be like, fuck this belt and throw it down and take the Raw Women's title and leave with it and then Charlotte would be like, well, I guess I got to take this title because it's the only one that's left. That, that happened at the beginning of the Monday Night Raw that you sh- kind of like put on because Vince came down with the brand new uh, world title when it was going away from the winged eagle or the the eagle one, and Austin's carrying the eagle one to the ring, and Vince has the new belt on his shoulder, and he comes in the ring, and fucking throws the other one on his foot, and grabs the new title, and walks <laughs> off. Yeah, but they was just changing one belt for another. This is an actual championship for another show and a championship for another show. So I just walked over and took your belt because I like yours this better. This is why there should only be one fucking belt. They don't exactly. have enough talent anymore to do the brand split. Just like the shows are better when you have just the entire roster. Ah, exactly. That's the only reason I came back to wrestling in like 2010 in the first place. Like I had stopped watching because the stupid brand split. Survivor Series became Raw versus SmackDown. The video games were fucking terrible. The fucking show was terrible. I like SmackDown versus Raw 2006. It was a fun game. Other than that, though, the shit was the rest of it was trash. So first year they had NWO back on there and a bunch of old school wrestlers from WCW. It was quite a bit of fun. And you didn't have to pay for them to get them. You just had to beat the game a couple times. And then you got Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. Uh, Roman Reigns, because the Usos. Usos. There's Roman. been some interesting stuff going on between him and Paul And then Heyman, Brock right? Lesnar's going to show up. I, did like, uh, I think Brock Lesnar's going to win the Royal Rumble this year. I did like in the extra 30 minutes that they had to do for Super SmackDown. And I think he's going to be in the ring. Just so Vince could SmackDown AEW for a minute. I think he's going to be in the ring. And you know how we watched him eliminate people Dude, as a bad he guy? he started at number one that one I time. think he's going to do that this year, except he's going to do it as a face, and people are going to watch and love watching him just launch people but, out of the ring. But no, I did like uh, they did a contract signing at the end of SmackDown and how Roman always wants to sit at the head of the table. Brock just fucking takes the chair and then takes it to his side and just throws his feet up on it or whatever. And Roman signs the contract and slides it over to Brock. Brock doesn't even get to the line to sign it. He just fucking signs the top paper and Roman grabs the mic. He's like, you're so stupid. You didn't even read the contract or whatever. He's like, don't have to read the contract. I had my advocate Paul Heyman read it this morning. And then just got up and left the ring. So then, of course, Roman was a shit bag to Paul Heyman. So it'll be interesting to see if Heyman stays with Reigns or goes with Lesnar. I think he's going to have a panic attack and pass out next to the ring like Kofi Kingston. When, or, I mean, uh, <laughs> Kofi Kingston. Like fucking Eddie Kingston when the, sh- when the ring about exploded on the AEW. See Paul Heyman fake a heart attack next to the ring? And then fucking Jerry the King's going to sue WWE. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Well, I think Roman Reigns retains, though. Honestly, they don't. Have, not, they don't have plans. 
they don't honestly have a plan for Roman to lose the title until maybe WrestleMania of next year when he goes against The Rock. Rock ain't winning the title from. It'll be he'll he'll doesn't have the title off him. It'll be just a grudge match by then. Uh, not necessarily, but I do see Roman and Rock wrestling for the title, and I can't see The Rock letting Roman go over because he has. Who on that SmackDown roster is going to take the fucking Universal title away from Cesaro? The, no. They'll have another draft by the time fucking WrestleMania Maybe there was weed here. in those cookies. <laughs> They'll have another draft by the time WrestleMania gets here, and it'll be it'll just be Brock Lesnar, bro. It's the only one. It's all they got. Well, he is a free agent, so that's his Braun Breaker. Hey, man, he's supposed to be one of the next five. Oh, no, but no, that's five. Actually, that's the WWE. Maybe Parker will be so fucking exciting that Vince has got to fast track him. And fucking, he can just take Roman's place, and there will be no more Usos. We haven't even seen him do a wrestling on. move yet. All he did was tackle. All I've heard is just nothing but fucking high touts about how great this fucker's going to be. The next Brock Lesnar. Oh, the next Brock Lesnar. I can just feel the shit in my shoes getting heavier as I walk. Gunner Boudreaux. <laughs> Harland. Harland. Right? Harland Boudreaux. That's his middle name. Gunner Harland. Gunner Harland Boudreaux. <laughs> Aristotle is what they should call him. Bald tattoo motherfucker that sits in the stands and gives you the stank eye. Ooh, he's the next fucking carrying cross. All right. Let's move on to... Uh, I'm sad about everything they try to do anymore. Well, we can just move on to AEW. They're basically running the power plant right now. Hey, I think they've got a strong crown jewel card. Yeah, for sure. Outside of that, though, uh, their developmental. Yeah, shit but according shit. to you, it's it's non-canon, so it doesn't fucking matter. It's true. It's happening at nine o'clock in the morning. Unless yeah. Goldberg wins the title over there, I'm going to call you early. that morning and tell you you have to come to work early because I'm sick. Unless Goldberg <laughs> wins the title and ruins your whole run, it's not real. Isn't it a Thursday? Yeah, I might be able to watch it before I come to work. You fucking dick. Yeah, yeah. You probably get over <laughs> as soon as your work is ready yeah. before you get ready to go to work. I don't know, man. That's, there's like 10 matches on that card for WWE. That's... WrestleMania fucking card, dude. I told you they bought WrestleMania. That's what they did. Are we ready to move on to AEW? I think we have to. Well, I mean, it's what we got left. Yeah, we need to. I gotta go to the store. You gotta go to the store. I mean, it doesn't close for like another four hours. Right, but I don't want to cook fucking four hours from now. <laughs> <laughs> so AEW, two weeks pretty much paraphrased. Uh, you had Bobby Fish show up and to challenge Sammy Guevara for the TNT Championship. We was, never talked about it on here, but I hated how they announced that shit. It was an okay match. During Roads to the Top? Yeah, like 30 minutes after fucking Dynamite got off the air and shit. Yeah, but well, that, they had, that they had, was... They had, a, they had a way for Bobby to uh, send out his tweets. I don't know if it was that so much as they wanted to get more people to tune into Roads to the Top. So if you watch Roads to the Top, why then you got that? You got. I mean, they put it on Facebook extra, and shit anyway. Extra content. That, but also it took me out of left field. Shit went to commercial, and I'm fucking picking my phone, started looking at Facebook. Also and shit. for it future, I'm not paying attention to it anyway. Also and, for future episodes, it gives you a reason to watch Roads to the Top because mm-hmm. hey, they might reveal some shit to me on a commercial break. It was it was out of left field for sure. Though. You know what's the thing about Roads to the Top? Is I just you know fucking his sister makes me laugh in the the you, you, like you don't see any of the else from anybody else from like the Bullet Club or anybody like that on the show <laughs> none of them 
Well, they're all they're out of the Bullet Club by then. Yeah, but you, you know, Cody's supposed to be good buddies with the Bucks and Kenny Omega and all that shit. And yeah, they've been are... talking like for a year. They ain't talked in like a fucking year. Yeah, but this shit got filmed over like a long time ago. Like, I think that's probably what the problem was. He wanted to film this shit and show right, a bunch of right. the backstage stuff like he's doing. And they were like, bro, why are you trying to give up backstage shit? But I guess Kenny Omega is huge into their video game. Like, he's their video game, like media area like he's in charge of all that like, that's his executive shit yeah, to deal yeah. with he's working on that other than that he doesn't give a fuck about nothing video games and music that's all he cares about which is kind of cool if you ask me like <laughs> i don't know how mega of a video game player he is it sounds like he's a fucking super huge mega video game player but like it's like if i was going to be the executive of some shit i'd want to be in charge of making all the video games and shit too you guys do whatever with the matches and all that bullshit i want to make the cool video games is that all right okay <laughs> that's what i would do but I think it's kind of weird to me that you don't see any of them guys on there at all. Like, not even any background shots that show John Moxley fucking hung over his shit. Dude, I've been reading for like a year that fucking <laughs> they're not even on speaking terms. So, it's just weird, though, you wouldn't see them. Like, they 100% keep them off camera. Like, you see other guys in the background getting ready right. to go out for matches, all kinds of other shit. Them dudes are nowhere on there at all. Nowhere. Ghosted. It's kind of strange to me. Anyway. I don't know what I walked into the middle of. The fucking Kenny Omega and the Bucks not being on Roads to the Top anywhere. Oh. I've never, I haven't watched Roads to the Top. Well, I said, he said why they did this stuff with Bobby Fish, but I said that also gives you future reason to watch Roads to the Top because they might reveal some shit like that for you. You know, and you would only know that if you're watching the show or got on Facebook after it was over. Well, Sammy Guevara contained or retained the TNT championship, but uh, Bobby Fish is now officially all elite. It was an okay match. It wasn't that Actually, exciting. I think his deal was signed before he ever wrestled. It wasn't that exciting, and I don't know if it was Bobby Fish or Sammy Guevara, but like they didn't like Sammy Guevara basically just gave you the hits at the end of the like, match. And like, that I was th- it. like, like I think he showed up. Slow. Like I think Bobby showed up for uh, MLW, wrestled like two matches, lost the Opera Cup opportunity, and was gone. Uh, it's just a slow match, and. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's fast paced is what AEW normally is with their matches. It was just a Bobby, different change of pace for well, Sammy Bobby's, Guevara. I was going to say Bobby Fish isn't a fast paced type wrestler. And Sammy did most of the selling. He didn't do a lot of the 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 hard work, as you would say, is what he does in a lot of his other matches. So, like until the very end of the match, he did all the hits at the very end and, and got his finisher, and like that was it. Other than that, he just got beat up the whole match, which I guess you won. To be able, Which, Bobby Fish got his shit in, so you see what type of wrestler he is. It just was very slow. And like it was CM also Punk's, like CM Punk's matches here recently have been very slow. It was also to help build the storyline for America's Top Team and uh, the Inner Circle because they came out to beat the shit out of Sammy afterwards. Yeah, Dan Little cut a promo. No, he just no, came. Out, he just sent them all out to the ring to beat the fuck out of Sammy. He cut a promo this last week on Rampage, but. Uh, Tony Schiavone and Audrey Edwards officially debuted the TBS championship, which will be a secondary title for the women's Not a popular division. decision, I've heard. Because CM Punk's CM, not CM behind Punk, it? Yeah, well, there's not just him, but CM Punk was talking shit about it, said it was pushing it. Because the women's division isn't as strong in Because it's another fucking belt. I mean, like the meme he said, you know, MTV fucking championship, fucking. I got dibs USA. on the M- I got dibs on the MTV <laughs> championship. Uh, Fox championship. Whatever. I mean, they gotta have something to make that get Call TBS over, the, right? Yeah, the guess. women only got one title, so 
It's all right for them to have a TNT title, too. Call it the TV title. They're not going to make Britt Baker defend the championship every single week on Dynamite, you know, so they got to have something. She doesn't, even have a, she doesn't even have a contender going into full gear yet. The logo looks stupid as shit on it, too. There's nobody to wrestle against her right now. There ain't nobody I'd put up against her in a match that's not going to help her get because, anyone over or help her get over it, anymore. When you look at, like, the top five wrestler or the top five rankings in AEW right now, like, Jade Cargill's in the top five. Thunder Rose is in the top five. Ty Conti's in the top five. It's probably going to be but, Jade but, Cargo, but, but I don't but, think. But it's no, right be. now, right now you got Jade and Thunder Rosa feuding, so there's mm-hmm. no time for Brit right now. I think it's going to be Jade Cargo once that gets over with Thunder Rosa. Well, I honestly think that Jade's going to be the first TBS champion. She's uh, she's not ready to be. Maybe or Thunder Rosa will be. No, nah, I think it's more Jade. But I don't. I don't. There's nobody right now that I would make Britt Baker lose that title to. Not even Thunder Rosa. Well, no, Britt's not going to lose the title, but I'm going to say it's kind of hard to figure out who to even put her in a match against because yeah, they don't have at, nobody. She's there's at just, all out. We saw Chris Statlander. There's no comp right, and that was the last one. I feel we, like we don't want to see Sheeta again. There's no competition right now unless they sign someone or someone Ru- gets on a run. She's already beat Ruby. And I think they did that too quick. They shouldn't have had her throw. way too quick. They should have let Ruby get built up, and then they could have had. We've a already match. we've already seen <laughs> Ni- we've already seen Nyla Rose and Britt Baker multiple times. If, if they would have built up Ruby better, they could have had that match at full gear, and it probably would have been a really good match. But instead, they fast tracked I mean, it. And the thing is, Ruby Ruby Soho is three and one now. She's wrestled two matches this week, and most people don't even realize it. I guess now the bunny's not gonna wrestle Britt Baker. Fucking no, and. Penelope Ford is coattailed with the bunny right now. I kind of like, like, like uh, Penelope could be a star if they pushed her. I kind of like Blue Velvet or whatever. But oh, Velvet, Velvet, they, Velvet Sky. They had a. Uh, you talking about Red Velvet or or Sky Blue? Sky Blue, that's it. <laughs> uh, and then they had, uh, but they had Jay Cargill squash her the other night. Well, Jay Cargill beat because she's shit. she's still too green and young. Jay Cargill put her down or looked good, dude. It looked like she was really putting the boots to her a couple times. I liked it. it looked nice. Looked like a good old school beat down on the chick. It did. It looked good. It looked stiff. Looked like she got her ass beat. And that's what I, that's what you want to see. You want to see these chicks in there throwing half kicks. You can agree to that. Um, the I don't, I don't know. The TBS title looks good. I don't think so. The lowercase T and shit. Fucking. That's how the TBS is set up. I know. The fucking. T. I'm saying their their fucking logo looks stupid as shit on the front of a belt. I I remember watching all out. Or it, was, it wasn't all out. It was a. Uh, Double or nothing last year when they debuted the TNT championship and Scott came over to watch it with me. And uh, I already showed Lucas and Scott the TNT title that I designed for WWE 2K20 or whatever because I have like all the AEW wrestlers and all that shit. So they're like, oh, they're, deb- they're doing the TNT championship. So I built it and designed it. And like as soon as it debuted and like Mike Tyson brought it out and showed it, Scott goes, "Holy shit! You pretty much nailed that to the fact that I had the I had the red straps. I had TNT written across the front of it. There's only so much you can do with that shit, though. Yeah. You know, make it look like stress. So, a stick of TNT. I mean, going. And that's just my highlight story. <laughs> uh, last week he had Sheeta's 50th win chance against Serena Deeb. They even she- built the fucking trophy. Little plaque thing for her, which the highlight of that match I thought was Serena Deeb turning heel like she she could be a good heel 
wrestler. Like she's probably kind of old though, right? Smashed old girl no, with, the fucking, uh, with the fifty trophies. Me yeah, and you were she, talking about. She, it. Yeah, said, she hit. She's with it. I, I told Dick. Yeah. I said, I guess we know who's gonna win. They put the old girl's yeah, name the on the trophy, on the trophy already, and, and then like ten ten minutes later, she's bashing her over the head. When I was like, oh shit, that's cool. No, Serena Deeb looks like she's fifty, but she's like thirty five or thirty six. She's not that old. Her, I mean, her face is starting to get old. She was blue pants, right? And NXT. The trainer, yeah, she was yeah. also she also shaved her head and was with CM Punk and oh uh, right right yeah. and then uh, she had a hard life of drugs man CM Punk got it off got her out of it <laughs> well maybe from looking at her face she may have no <laughs> but no Serena Deeb just in the last year I mean she held the NWA Women's Championship she actually beat Thunder Rosa for it I mean she's she actually is a really good wrestler. You didn't hit us with no NWA power on the Andy Mudd Show bullshit report. Because uh, I haven't watched it. Well, I've been following it, but like nothing's been happening. <laughs> Not since Kansas. No. Trevor Murdoch. He he's, said. Uh, he said he's. He said NWA is going to be on national television within five years. Okay. Well, I pay five dollars a month for it on Fight TV. Does he know that no nobody really watches national television anymore? Public access now, and you have regular a, cable. Like my favorite part right now of watching NWA Power is the intro song, which is "Into the Fire" by Dokken. So, <laughs> like when ROH loses its TV deal at one in the morning, the NWA will probably be on that same time slot. They ain't, they ain't TV deal, dog. They're owned by a TV company, Sinclair Broadcasting. Yeah, Sin- Sinclair owns ROH. They ain't going nowhere. Eventually, that shit will die away. They, like, own the affiliates. Like, it'll, it'll die away eventually, or it'll just be some I, I shit think, you've never heard I think heard you're of. failing to understand how big Sinclair Broadcasting uh, is. No, I the get C- it, but eventually the they're going to get tired AB, of a wrestling ABC, show that ABC, brings them nothing, and they're the going to change it out. The CW. It's like, it's like when NBC cancels the show. After Te- three seasons. Technically, ROH has probably got higher ratings than fucking SmackDown and shit. Like, they're on, like, every television in America. I don't know. That's a bold statement, my friend. I would I would, I would, look into that because that shit's on at, like, one in the morning every time you watch it. Or Actually, Sunday at, like, noon. No, it's, it's uh, Saturdays at 1 p.m. That's what time it's been recording on my DVR lately. Yeah. Ain't nobody it's watching probably, like, Saturday morning cartoons and shit. It's like how Saturday morning cartoons end. They don't do Saturday morning cartoons anymore. They have like a children's block though, and it's fucking. They end it with the Briscoes. Yeah, and murder. Well, Briscoes ain't been on it in forever. I mean, I guess they. I were just on... told you last week they, they were didn't on wrestle it. though. Eventually they're gonna. They get... wrestled at death. Eventually death before all... dishonor. Eventually they're That's gonna cancel the pay per view. Yeah. Eventually. They haven't been on ABC or CW or whatever in a fucking very long time, like a year and a half probably. Eventually they're gonna cancel that shit. They can't cancel. I mean, they yes, own they it. can. They own it, so they can cancel it at any fucking time they want. Close it down, shut it up, and fucking not show it at all anymore. You're just pissed because they have the pure championship. I don't. No, I don't care about <laughs> ROH at all. It's to me, it's fucking lost. It's, it's they not have what no it was before. There's no reason for it to ever be on it. TV. I know. I understand that, but eventually they will, because there's no reason for it to be on TV, except for the owner fucking runs it. Right, but eventually it's going to become a fucking loss of money. At some point, I do believe it will be a loss of money for them, and they're just going to cancel it. I don't it. think they spend a whole lot of money. Sinclair Broadcasting No, they don't huge. spend a whole lot of money on it. Like but Tony Khan be talking about, how hey, you got more money, WWE. Sin- WCW became a gouge to fucking AOL, so they cut that bitch open and fucking ended it, dude. Yeah, but it wasn't owned. It wasn't like that. But it's, AOL it's a different situation. It a whole, right, I understand that. But eventually, they got tired of the shit, and it became just a money 
pit, and that's what that shit's going to end up being eventually. So, so uh, what do you think about Darby getting attacked by the Pinnacle? Yeah, they're masked the and shit. Pinnacle was still a thing. Yep, they're still <laughs> around. You can't tell me that wasn't MJF, FTR, and Boardlift. They didn't address the situation that they had masks. They just were like, whoa. It's definitely the pinnacle. They didn't even like try to make it like, oh, who are those guys or anything? It was just, well, that's no, because well, of full. That's because of full gear. Sean we're Spears getting. got right in the camera, and you could see <laughs> his fucking face. Like, that's because of full gear. We're getting MJF against Darby Allen. I'm okay with that. I seen the leaked. Uh, I mean, they got to start doing something outside of fucking getting Jericho beat by Jericho every other week for MJF. I mean, do you see how that card was leaked? The, uh, Tony Khan's now saying that he Barstool Barstool Radio he already said that Kenny Omega was wrestling at Hangman Adam Page before that shit got leaked. Did you see how it did though? There were nah, there's somebody got a well, pic, thanks, picture off of a, a picture or something. Well, thank but, from yeah. road, was it Rhodes well, to the top? No, he was on the sidelines for the fucking uh Jaguars game. Jaguars game. And they fucking had a still and Adam Page's name was circled, by the way. It's because Hangman is the next world champion. He ain't going to win. Steve Austin light. I think he is going to win. You leave my Steve Austin line alone. Uh, but it was a damn good card on there. Like I was like, Ooh. I don't think that whole card is going to be the same. Brent's I think at that time. Minneapolis. I think at that time. I'm still pissed they moved it to Minneapolis. <laughs> I, think I, had tickets, I had tickets for St. Louis. What he said on Busted Open the other morning was everything outside of, he said on Barstool Radio, he already now, said that Hangman Page was wrestling Kenny Omega at full gear before anyone's seen that. And he said the whole rest of the card, yes, that was leaked, but it's all been subject to change. Outside of... Well, the cards are always subject to change. Outside of whatever Brian Danielson's doing, because his shit got leaked too, that he was wrestling on the buy-in or whatever. He said, those are the only two matches I can tell you that were for sure going to happen. Outside of that, like... Who was he wrestling on? Uh, Danielson? Yeah. Um, Moxley? Yeah. That's happening. And fucking Hangman Adam Page is happening. Outside of that, nothing's the same. nothing's probably going to be the same. Yeah, it's Mox, he said it's it Mox and Danielson, and then Hangman and Kenny. But he said also he said that with oh, that America Top Team versus fucking Inner Circle, inner circle. Yeah. Five, five on five. Maybe that might happen on like a dynamite or some shit now. But the Junior Dos Santos shit will probably bleed over into something else. Though he's probably going to be a wrestler. Awkward as he is. <laughs> I didn't think and he did then, a bad job on Rampage. Then you ruined my next point for AEW, just to piss you off. <laughs> Hangman Adam Page was the Joker, wasn't he? He did call that shit. Our last episode was riddled with references to Brent calling that. That's because we were I, like, fuck you, that ain't happening. Fuck Adam Page. Or I still don't know who Adam Page is. Never heard of her. It's cowboy shit. <laughs> Not Steve Austin White. Well, either way, I don't care. I'm he gonna... sipped a beer and flipped the crowd off instead of chugging a beer and fucking throwing it into the crowd and flipping everyone <laughs> off. Yeah. He's Stone Cold Light, for sure. I, I'm not a big fan. Brent tried to get me to watch a Chris Jericho match with him, and it was all right. Yeah, the very first championship match. I mean, he just stole uh, Canyon's fucking special move outside the of that. The shot like, lariat? Yeah, outside of that, like... I've never seen him. Also, that was the worst finish I've ever seen in my life. I, I don't I don't know, man. I don't unless he like 
the only time it's really cool when that shit gets hit is when like the camera's not on him. You see him just fly off a screen and smoke something. And I was like, oh you, shit! You, you just, let, that, you just like, let me over here and let me have my hangman and my Seth Rollins. God damn it! <laughs> but I don't know, man. I don't see him if he does win. I don't about see Adam him doing pa- Adam Page and fucking Mox's fucking elbows to the fucking head for the finish, and Mox just fucking old man flopping off the top. Well, of the ladder. that was just a terrible ending. Even Ashley goes, Moxley could have sold that so much better. <laughs> they didn't. Uh, they didn't reshow that in the replay package, by the way. No, it was terrible. Um, he didn't even look excited when he pulled the fucking poker chip off. And it was hard to get off. Like, first of all, that he ladder didn't, was... He didn't look overly excited the about pulling that The whole match, I was down. sitting there going, that man, lot. I don't know if they can reach that fucking thing with that uh, ladder. Because they uh, had like a bigger ladder outside the ring. And like I'm like, this match ain't going to be over until they bring this big-ass ladder out there because they can't reach that shit. And like, he took him a minute to get the fuck up there. And now, to me, he just didn't look excited when he got the chip down. Like, oh, got the chip. Here we go again. Give me a beer. <laughs> Adam Page, like you look like a fucking robot to me, man. I'm sorry, you just did. He doesn't look. Well, ex- he, he doesn't look excited to me at all. How excited anything. were you when you had a newborn at home, like <laughs> like eight weeks old? I don't remember it. I was extremely excited about it. I wasn't extremely excited to go back to work at fucking County Market. Though. Yeah, but how fucking tired were you at that time? Oh, not really. The first eight weeks, I sleep a lot. After that, <laughs> not me. Yeah, you must have had a. She slept. She didn't. She well, wasn't. She she was a fucking hybrid baby. Deke Deke my fucking up every hour on the hour. I don't remember his first like eight months of his life. It was she, just she go. slept, bro, until about a year old, and then after that, it was pretty much every morning she was up early. She would sleep, go to sleep early, and wake up super early, or go to sleep early at like seven o'clock, and then wake up at like four thirty-five in the morning. Well, you had a very good baby then. Fucking a, my kid, my blood. Deke gets up at like five now, and that's a good thing because it used to be up at fucking 10, 11, 12. My my eight and five-year-old still get up at like 5, 36 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, when are you assholes going to learn how to sleep in? She'll do that now sometimes. Other days she'll sleep in. just depends on what we've had going on. But Now it's to the point where I'm like, just go play Nintendo. I'm going to sleep another hour. And Adam Page (laughs) is a wrestler anyway who lives his life on the road, which means he's up driving early late nights he's got to get used to being up and down like that anyhow if he can't handle it now he's damn sure not going to be able to handle it fucking two years from now when AEW is cranking well i mean you so had you not, had you had moxley do the promo about i had my kid at home i think he's and gonna, she's fucking crazy <laughs> i think she's gonna be uh i think he's gonna be a sad champion if he wins you just let me have my cowboy shit you for a can while. have it but i think I it's think, gonna come I and go think quick he drew mcintyre didn't miss his timing me too by going home i do i understand you want to go home because your kid was born maybe two weeks back to work and in a business like this i don't know man he's gonna have to do some more to me that whole cowboy thing and the fucking stone cold bullshit and they've tried to do that in like every single wrestling company ever like there's at least one wrestler from every company that's tried to get that gimmick over and it just to me stone cold like was Trevor the only Murdoch. one <laughs> or fucking uh, Cowboy James Storm. Or just there's multiple multiple motherfuckers that have tried that shit in other companies and it just don't work. There's I only, pick Cowboy James Storm over fucking There's only one Adam Steve Page. Austin. I get it out. He's With his boo-boo face even. He's Your a, boo-boo face. He's a, yeah, he kind of has a boo-boo face himself. So does Mark Henry. Hangman Page does a little bit. Oh yeah, Mark Henry has a big one too. But Hangman Page it's does It's time for the main event. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just he doesn't seem that excited about it all to me. And to me, as someone who's not excited about it all, is not going to re. Oh, I fucking spit on he's him. He's gonna man. have to force it in the ring. And if he's got to force it in the ring, and then I'm not gonna be able to believe it. And I'd rather watch Kenny Omega, who at least tries to look like he's the greatest thing in the world, instead of a dude who's just here he, to he, get paid. 
he's been the top or the number one wrestler in the world two out of the last three years. Because to me, Who? Adam Page has already showed Ken, me his Kenny true Omega. Colors. Yeah, he's number one, number one on PW five hundred PWI five hundred yeah. this year. Yeah. And John Moxley was the one in between it. Don't you Roman Reigns and fucking Brock Lesnar is Ro- number fucking two. Roman Reigns was one. two, and he was one, and then I think uh, Lesnar was five. We got a Brock Lesnar Kenny Omega match. Who would win? And what? And you talking you about say Kenny Omega? You talking about? Uh, I don't dick know. Off. I don't know. You talking about scripted because... or an actual fight? <laughs> Because a real fight, it would be Brock Lesnar. I, I don't know in a wrestling match because a lot of people think that Brock Lesnar is this huge dick that won't take the, like that won't won't take the won't loss. Lose. But he actually isn't like that, and like that that might be a really interesting match to see. To be honest with you, I assume that Bro- Brock Lesnar would win because he's a bigger name. But at the same and time, Brock, he's not afraid to make a cat. Brock Lesnar doesn't lose very much for the fact that he's Vince's, one of Vince's guys. But he isn't afraid he's to... He's the only one puts butts in the seats. He's also That's not afraid to make somebody. That's why he's one of Vince's guys. You know, he didn't oppose the losing to Seth Rollins when he cashed in on and did all that shit. I mean, he hasn't opposed to losing to other people. He's never thrown a fit and walked out because he had to lose to someone. Like I don't I, remember the last time he lost. I could see him pulling a fucking... I'll lose to Kenny Omega. Especially if it's, if, especially if it's somebody who Vince sees as the future of his company at that point in time. And if Vince is going to put a match together that's Kenny Omega and Brock Lesnar, obviously he believes in him a little bit to put him in the ring with Brock, or why would I waste my fucking no time? No chance in hell Kenny Omega goes over Brock Lesnar. Here in, like, maybe ten more minutes we're going to be done here. We're going to have to be. <laughs> Otherwise, when we're leaving and you guys are going to continue. So we're going to hit him with the high spots when he comes back? You got to. It's been an exciting week and two weeks in wrestling. Uh, this week's been a little bit more slower than last week was. Um... They're just because they I moved dynamite. Well, yeah, they moved tonight. everything around dynamite tonight, so that kind of screws everything up as far as a review for dynamite this week. They did have a rampage this week. It wasn't extremely exciting. They had the YouTube show at the same time. They probably sort of switched the matches on the YouTube show around to the main show and had Daniel or Brian Danielson versus Suzuki on the main show. Put CM Punk on the put CM Punk Seidel on the buy-in is what they should have done. And instead, they didn't do that, and because the the pa- the pace of the match, especially since I watched the buy-in, and it, since it was on YouTube, it'll tell you how many people are currently viewing, and it topped out about ninety-one-ish thousand people. So if you would have put it on, uh, the actual rampage. You probably could have got closer to the SmackDown number. Yeah. I just think with Brian, his selling power alone, you put him on a card. Not, I mean, I love CM Punk. And everybody else does too. But Brian Danielson's as over as it gets right now as a professional wrestler. I also will tell you from buy-in, uh, there were three matches on it. And the very first one was a women's match. And it was... Uh, God damn it. Why can't I think and Ruby Soho's match Why was, wasn't good either. It was very clunky and sad. Because drinking Coors Light today. Yeah. Well, shit happens. Dirt water. <laughs> I like dirt water. Watered down bullshit. Taste the mountains. Yeah, you can taste the mountains. The, mount- <laughs> the mountains are blue. That means it's cold. Put it in the motherfucking can and give it to you to drink. Getting drunk off a of fucking peat moss up there off the rocks. I enjoy it. Ain't no alcohol in that at all, my friend. 4.2. <laughs> Same as the Bud Light. Bear piss and salmon flakes. Same. I do enjoy it. You, you <clears throat> leave me over here to drink my beer. No, uh, Santana Garrett made her second appearance for AEW. She was one of the NXT cuts. 
and she's actually a really good wrestler. Well, until I watch her, I can't comment. So I was glad to see AEW's put her in two matches. She had a dark match, and then she was on the buy-in. Well, against she was from Impact? Uh, no, she was NXT. Oh, that's right. Uh, she went against Ty Conti, so of course she's not going to win because it's Ty. And, of course, Anna Jay was out there with her, too. And then also you had Lee Moriarty and Bobby Fish also on the buy-in, which Lee Moriarty is also all elite now. Who is that guy? He's an indie. Uh, Macho guy that is signed. Yeah. I know his name, though. He was the internet champion before Wheeler Yuta. Oh, shit. Totally forgot about that. Wheeler Yuta is no longer the independent champion for Indie Mud Show. Uh, Alex Shelley beat him for the title. Nice. Interesting. So, Motor City Machine Guns. No, this Motor is what City happens when we take two. Gun. This is what we. <laughs> this is what happens when we take two weeks off, and there's a bunch of wrestling shit that happens, and I watch yeah, too much of it. Yeah, but a good amount of it, nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> I do. So. I so, we about ready for our high spots yet? I think we got to. No, because. Uh, we haven't even went over what's gonna supposed to happen tonight on AEW. Just right, quick, well, no, you quick. Have to be real quick. Well, yeah, quick rundown. You got Brian Danielson and Bobby Fish. You got uh, Malachi Black and Dante Martin. Uh, the Lucha Bros defend the AAA Tag Team Champions against, against two, two mass two mass wrestlers of Andrade's choice, the Conquistadors. And then Lano uh, Five, Nacho Libre. They announced the uh, World Eliminator Tournament is back for full gear. And they announced the bracket tonight. And the champion will be crowned at full gear. So they will get a title shot. That's how Kenny Omega went against John Moxley at Winter. It's coming. Hmm. So we are not too far away from Kenny Omega being a champ for a full calendar full year. He'd be the first one in AEW to do it. And that's why I think he's going nope, to. Sec- second. Sheeta. Sheeta held the women's title for an entire calendar year. She went from all out to all out. But as far as men go, he'll be the first one to do that, right? Yeah. Because yeah. he's going to be. Jer- win Jericho, Jericho held it for like 200 days, and then Moxley held it for like 280 days, and now Omega's. Yeah, he's going to, because he'll win at full gear. And no, then, no, he won't. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, he's got Adam Cole to watch his back even now. Tell Adam me. Cole's going to turn on him. He's going to, he's, right, but he has to have the championship in order for Adam no, Cole man, to turn he's been on. in the long run and he's beat up. Like, I think he's going to win. Try to fucking regain a moment with Adam Page. I think he's, he's going to win. Adam Cole's going to turn gonna, on him. He's going to, no, he's going to. I think he's going to win, and then there's going to be some deal where it ends up being Kenny Omega, Adam Cole, Hangman Page, finger. and maybe someone else like a Brian Danielson, and then Kenny Omega loses it that way, too, probably like Adam Cole, and then he gets jealous because Adam Cole's not at the head of the table, and he's fucking just an asshole in the group. And then that's where no, the breakup I think, comes. I think he goes away I, after yeah. I, th- I think uh, Hangman beats Kenny. And then Kenny Kenny reunites with Hangman as a face. Right, as I think Kenny takes six months off when that happens. Right, hang not, right, hang, right, not Hangman dick too hard, my man. Telling I, you. I like the Hangman dick. I, I, I think that's how you're going to get Kenny to be the best way to go back to being a face quick is for Adam Cole to fucking take over and kick him out the fucking group. And then him to disappear well, well, for yeah, a Adam Page months. wins, Kenny Mega goes away for six months, and that's the absent make the heart grow fonder bullshit. He shows then, up to a surprise. And then you, and and then you get what you, loves him as and face. then you get what you want because four to six months down the road, Miro beats Hangman because a face doesn't hold the title as long as a heel. Maybe. I don't know if they do... We haven't seen Miro, so we don't know what the fuck he's going to do. He's got a rematch coming well, with Sammy Guevara yet, don't That's because right now he's not so. feeling his God up above. He's feeling his wife down below. They don't do they do not do rematches for titles? 
I mean, no, they already, don't have a rematch clause no. for the most part. So, yeah, I guess maybe he could show up and go straight for the title now. That's one of the things that Tony Khan really doesn't do. There's not a rematch clause. Like, once you lose the title, you pretty much go to the bottom of the Yeah, bank. you start back over. Like, yeah. Mo- like Moxley and Omega doing it, that was a different story because fucking Don Callis screwed him with the whole microphone and all that. Which w- That means... Uh, Sting has officially been in AEW almost a full calendar year, too. Yeah, because yeah. the winner is coming. Shit. Yep. All right, high spots of the week. Let's uh, start. I will. Um, mine was uh, Sammy Guevara this week. Uh, in the match he had with American Top Team, he went from the top rope Which cutter. We, did. we didn't even talk about that. He went from the top rope cutter straight into the fucking Spanish fly, and that was on fucking Scorpio's guy and Ethan Page, who are not small guys. And the shit was just so ridiculously impressive that I couldn't, like, it was seamless. And it happened in about maybe a three to five second window, both those moves. It was fucking phenomenal. Hmm. Blew my mind to watch it. And I was like, holy shit, holy shit. Like, that quick and that, and, and like, he, like there was no, like, screw up. There was no off timing. It was just fluid, man. If he gets a different haircut, like, I could like him a lot more. Than <laughs> I like Sammy Guevara a lot. He's an exciting guy to watch. He really is. But his hair. He, he, panda head back. My, my one thing I told you earlier today, he kind of looks weird with the TNT championship. Yeah. Yeah. As holding a belt, he does look strange because I don't it's know. It's too big for him? He's just one of them dudes that's like, he, I don't know, maybe we he doesn't never need a actually, belt. I don't think we've ever actually seen it, like, happen. That, well, that <laughs> but I, to me, he's a dude that don't need a belt. Yeah. You know? I think he's going to be one of them guys. Or, or when like, he finally uh, did win a belt, like, it could have been like the world title. Like Jericho. He doesn't need a belt. All four of them motherfuckers need to be the only people that have belts. But anyway, fucking. that was my high spot. Those those two moves, that fucking 10-second transition, if it was even 10 seconds. Uh, the whole match itself was okay. But that that right there, like he's he's part of the fucking future. That, that is for sure. I can't can't deny that at all. He's a pillar. Well, I don't know about that. Maybe that that for, that pillar shirt's badass too. Maybe for AEW. <laughs> have you have you seen the AEW pillar shirt? No. It, it, it literally has like just a pillar. It has it's the them top, holding it, up a roof. All yeah, four. Of them. It's got all four of them. Hmm. Interesting. Cartoonish like WWE. Kind of. It'd been cooler if it was just a pillar and it said Sammy Guevara. <laughs> well, no, it's got MJF, Darby, and Jungle, Jungle Boy. Boy on it too. They're like, they're like holding up like Should the Pantheon AEW that do matter. I would have gave them all their own separate shirt with one pillar on it and their name underneath it. <laughs> all right, Dick, what's your high spot of the week? Uh, I think I'm gonna have to go with uh, escaping the Undertaker's mansion. Oh, Jesus! Oh, I had a good time doing that, <laughs> dude. It was fun because I have the power. The power. I, <laughs> it was W. W. It was no. a good, I'm only two thirds of the way through it, but it was a good 45 minutes. I thought I, I had a sad life. <laughs> I was drunk doing it last week uh, when you guys were moving shit. Hey kids, you want to play Undertaker? Escapes man. I mean, no, my kids weren't. My kids weren't there. I, <laughs> yeah, I was sitting in the. It was like 10:30, 11 o'clock worse. at night. Uh, my kids I, uh, weren't there. I did it by myself. Yeah, no, we went out and had pizza and beers, and then came home and oh, fuck these kids. I'm playing Undertaker's Mansion. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Well, no, I'm yeah, I, li- I like turned on the TV and instantly put it on. She's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I'm like, "I feel the power." My, my only complaint is that <laughs> and let then I'm Mark gonna watch Callaway have creative control over his character, and then I'm gonna watch Under Siege. <laughs> he uh, he he did some weird shit. There's, the there's some weird that's noises right. to the Undertaker, demon noises and shit. Yeah. <laughs> So what's your high spot? 
The only one that actually matters this week, Brian Danielson and Minora Suzuki. Phew. On YouTube in front of 90,000 people. Fuck. You t- put it on your phone and watch it. It's free. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Danielson took a fucking forearm to the temple and just sold it like a motherfucker. Gets pissed off. Gets up. Kicks Suzuki right in the chest. Suzuki goes down. And he starts fucking pummeling him. It was fantastic. I think he really got knocked out for a second, came back to him, and became a real fight for about three minutes. I can probably agree with that, too. And then he was like, oh, I'm concussed. It's not WWE. (laughs) I shouldn't fight this man. I love him. It was 20 minutes of greatness. So that was my high spot of the week. I'll have to go back and watch it now. Yeah. And and also, uh, a low spot for the week is... um, they let CM Punk come out and gave you his his entrance, but they didn't give you Matt Seidel's entrance. They gave Matt Seidel the indie fucking. They didn't give entrance. Like, I get it, time constraints, but well, it's well no, Matt Seidel. You guys try to make a big deal out of it every time he's on TV, and when he showed up, they made a big deal out of it. But we're not giving you your entrance, dog. Sorry. AEW's getting really good at not giving people entrances. <laughs> only because they pay so much money for the fucking music, so that's the only entrances they show. Well, on Rampage, they've got a time slot, so they're going to give you the better entrance of the two, and you would assume that that's CM Punk's. My, but it's just funny to me. It's like, you guys blow Matt Seidel like he's a superstar, my, but he gets the indie entrance. My low spot of By the, the way, Matt Seidel! <laughs> my, my, last, my low spot of the week is I had tickets to Dynamite in St. Louis and also Full Gear. And now I just get to go to a rampage. Wah, wah, wah. You get to go to Royal Rumble, though. Well, you're going you should with write me. Tony Khan a letter. I bet you he makes it up to you if it ever gets to him. He gives you tickets to a Jaguars game, front row. <laughs> yeah, because I live so close to fucking. I live closer to Jacksonville, Illinois, than I nice. live to Jacksonville, Florida. Exactly. He'll bring a dynamite to Springfield or something. Nah, just, it'd be exactly. Because he's free, trying to give all the fans everything they want to, as soon as he fucking hears they want something. To to the bathroom. Free front row tickets to Jaguars game and fucking. He don't care if you go or not. It's free. No one else goes. I'm telling you, he brings his whole show to Springfield because that's all he's doing is giving everybody as much as they want. Can I also can. can I also add into the? Uh, <laughs> he said, "I think your dog needs to go to the bathroom." <laughs> she was just dragging her ass across the floor. Yeah, she she's got worms. Go. She's been in the fucking house for like six hours. She wouldn't go to the bathroom earlier because she's scared of dick. <laughs> <laughs> can I also put in the email to Tony Khan that I'm very disappointed that her that his dad didn't get to buy the Rams because Stan Kroenke's a fucktard. <laughs> you probably should. Alright, and if you like the show, you're a fan of our show. We'd like to thank our host Anchor FM. We're available anywhere you guys stream your podcasts. And we will see you guys next week. Bye!